don't make my mind all scrambled up. Thank you, Wendy, for those <laughs> enlightening lyrics. What's up, everyone? It's Nate from Truly Daybok with another episode of the Daybok Cast. This is episode 126, um, and we are back with Sam and Baron for the third week in a row. I don't know if they knew when they, were, they signed up for this that <laughs> they'd have to do this for so long. Um, but Jacob is actually flying back from Korea at this moment. Um, he is on the airplane. So depending on how he's feeling next week, he might be back on. Um, but he might need a little bit. He's going to be jet lagged to hell for like a week and a half. So he might not be up to it. Um, but we'll figure something out for next week. Uh, and then after that, he should be back on, especially once KCON's done. Um, and then Andrew is also still swamped with work. Uh, and also probably won't be on much until KCON or after. So it's going to be all weird and Sam and Baron might be back on. Some other people might be on if we can find other people or whatever we need to do. There will be an episode and I should be there. <laughs> if I'm not there, it'll be weird because then I don't know who's running the show anymore. Um, but uh, so as you can see, Sam and Baron were here last week and the week before. They are our Discord mods, um, which can lead me into telling you to join the Discord. Um, it's an awesome place to hang out with us, um, talk to us. You can We're pretty much hanging out there most of the time, pretty much every day, um, popping in and out. Uh, we, you can talk about pretty much anything there. We have a bunch of off-topic channels if you want to talk about gaming or non-K-pop things. Um, but obviously, everyone's there, enjoys K-pop, so that's the majority of our discussions. Uh, and we do fun stuff like ratings that Sam uh, organizes, um, where basically we all just submit a bunch of song ratings, and then Sam does all a bunch of math stuff and compiles a bunch of stats and we see what the discord's favorite songs are um and then also uh subscribe to us on youtube like usual um hit the bell button thing i guess to get notifications or something i don't know you can subscribe yeah. to us and hit the bell it'll help us and both like ways. the video like the videos comment um your thoughts on whatever the topic is um you can follow us on twitter uh at truly and uh follow us on spotify review us on itunes do all the usual things i tell you to do at the beginning of each episode if you haven't done them yet because they help us get more views and find more cool people to talk to in discord we've had a few people join the past couple weeks uh based on your guys's topic of your k-pop <laughs> history and just other stuff so yeah, that's about it. If you guys want to say anything, did you guys think of crazy introductions? I didn't really give you a shot to to have them, so. No, I, I got no. nothing. You got uh, nothing. Ap apologies in advance, though, that my cat is like below me and he's like, like attacking the cords. He's already <laughs> gone for the headphone jack like five times. Yeah. So if my laptop just like falls at some point, that that's why. It'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'll <laughs> figure it out. I'm just playing um, with them off to the side. Yeah. Um, and Baron doesn't have a cat, so we don't have to worry about that. Um, okay, so let's get into it. Uh, our topics this week, uh, we have two reviews and two discussion topics. Um, and we are starting off with topic one, which is Red Velvet's 
the Rev Festival day one. Rev Festival. I didn't look up the Koreans. So I don't actually know how they're pronouncing Reve it. Festival, yeah. Um. So this is their new mini album that came out last week. This week, I don't. Know, I can't remember anymore. How long it was? It, what like Monday or Tuesday? Something like that. Tuesday. Something yeah. like that. Tuesday. So last week after you hear this, um, and it has a it has a kind of divisive title track we may say um so let's get right into it with <laughs> zimzala bim which is the title track what are your thoughts baron okay so i'll preface my thoughts <laughs> by saying <laughs> that prior to this i liked every single red velvet title track so part of the, my reaction to this title track is that i didn't like it at all <laughs> So, like, that's not to say that all parts of the song are bad, because I actually like most of the parts of the song that aren't the chorus. It's the chorus is questionable. It's just it's like it's so flat and they just repeat the same word over and over the entire time that I couldn't really get into it. Mm -hmm. But it kind of I don't know, it brings down the entire song itself to me. So I don't really it's not a song that I want to listen to that often. And I mean, it's only been a few days and I've only listened to it like maybe a dozen times or so. So maybe it'll change. Some other Red Velvet songs have changed, uh, gotten, I've liked them more as time went on. So maybe that'll happen mm -hmm. here, but it, it kind of got off. Like I watched it as soon as I woke up on Tuesday and when like the music video started and there's like that really cheesy laugh in the beginning and then like Wendy's kind of like bad English intro, I was like, oh man, like we're getting into something here. <laughs> no, like that's the that's the great thing. And they're like, Are you ready for this? It's like, no, we're no, not. <laughs> we really not weren't. All. Like I think that's like genius that they did that. <laughs> they did yeah. their do. Uh, yeah, so that starts and then I, it, <laughs> I was kind of, I was kind of on board for it until we got to the chorus, and then as soon as the chorus started, I was like, "What the hell is going on? I don't understand <laughs> this at all." Yep. Um, but after I listened, to, like after I got after got through the initial shock of listening to it, and I listened to it a couple more times, there's a lot of parts of the song I really enjoy. So like all of Wendy's parts, Wendy on this song and on the whole album in general, she sounds fantastic. Yep. Um. A lot of Sugi's parts are amazing. Um, <laughs> Joy, for the most part, is pretty good. Um, Yeri and Irene, the hit or miss, depending on the song. Um, but the ending is really good. So, like, at least it it like finishes strong. And it, the rest of the album or the rest of the mini is spoiler alert, pretty good. So it makes up for it. But yeah. The music video itself, uh, I enjoyed. It's kind of like that really fun, like cheesy, campy Red Velvet style that I like. Mm -hmm. And like they don't take themselves too seriously. And that's fun. Um, the costumes are all like absurd and ridiculous, but like in a good way. Like it's yeah. some of their songs sometimes go a little bit too much. Like uh, Dum Dum comes to, comes to mind. Like those costumes are like a little bit too silly for me, but these all work. You, you know, like the fantastic. crazy hair, the crazy pigtail hair? <laughs> Not so much, no um so music video is really fun uh also it's in 4k so that's fantastic more music you videos added to the 4K. list i did added you to did. the playlist okay. good to know <laughs> um you... so overall it's 
it's definitely my least favorite Red Velvet title track. It's not awful, but I can't say it's all. I can't say it's good, unfortunately. Yeah, so I pretty much mirror um, everything you said. Like, I don't know what I listened to when I first heard the song, and I still don't know if I know what I listened to. Yeah. Um, it like starts my out. First message in Discord was just like, "What the fuck?" What? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, that was exactly. like your only message. <laughs> yeah, that's all you said about it. It starts off, and and I I like I said I mirror your opinions. Like I I think other than the chorus, I like the majority, if not all, of the song. Um, I think it starts off well. There, it's got a bit of an FX vibe, like very similar to New Abo, uh, New Abo. I never remembered how to pronounce that. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the chorus, it's it's like they took a page out of Teddy's playbook and just did this like horrible hip hop breakdown chorus thing that doesn't match the rest of the song, and it's just really jarring. Um, I do want to give it credit; it is catchy. Um, it is something that I was repeating despite not liking, like it, it was stuck in my head despite not liking it. Um, yeah. but I don't, if anything, that might make me like it less because I'm <laughs> like, now that I've got this annoying chant stuck in my head. Um, but yeah, it's just, it, it just doesn't fit. And then like the bridge goes from this weird EDM dance break into like a ballad and um didn't really know what was going on there either and i, I thought the I ballad part the bridge though like the you bridge, like it, that it does, yeah it's kind of weird but i did like the way it sounded okay i mean i like both parts it just once yeah. again was like really jarring to go from one to the other like instantly yeah um and i think this is just one of those songs like we get these songs in k-pop where they just they're just trying to do this crazy mix of genres and songs all in one um and i think they were trying to make this be red velvet's i got a boy um but i think it kind of falls short um i i also could see myself liking it but i yeah it's definitely my least favorite red velvet single um because of that chorus uh, and yeah, as for the music video, it's what you'd expect from Red Velvet. Lots of colors, lots of weird costumes and shots. There's a table. Um, yeah, the table makes their turn again. There's the always table. a table. Um, so yeah, it's exactly what you'd expect. It's fun. It's It fits the, it fits the song well. Um, and overall, I think they look great. I think the music video looks great. I think the choreography looks great. It's just that chorus that brings it down for me. Nope, Sam, you I, get the other side of the coin. <laughs> my turn? Yeah, so I love this song, like, so much. I mean, the first listen, yeah, I was like, everyone else, like, what is this? <laughs> like, it it wasn't a song to me, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to watch it a few more times. I mean, I can't stop watching it. I think the music video is just addicting. The song is addicting. Like, Irene, it just kills it, the song to me. Like, her part at the very beginning was just, like, awesome. Like, I just love that with the choreo. Her rap mm-hmm. in the second verse, I think it's amazing. Yeah, her rap is really good. Yeah, yeah it's oh, it's so good. And I mean, and yeah, like the FX vibes of it, like you get like the really dirty synth. It's kind of red light esque. Uh, mm-hmm. They do like this like call and answer thing in the first verse, which is very much electric shock like. Like even Joy goes ha ha, which is str- straight up in electric shock. So yeah, I mean, I just really liked all of that. And then I just. I, I just love the song. My only my only critique, I mean, I like the chorus. I think the chorus is fine. It fits 
I think like the theme of the song, like what it's about, I guess, because it's like putting you in a spell or something. But my biggest critique is the part right after the bridge where they start just shouting Zim Zelibim. It just like is a little grating. And especially because the bridge part, like Wendy has like that high note. It just Mm -hmm. like opens up and then it just like ruins the hype of that with just like the shouting. I don't know. It, there was a momentum that was happening that just like gets stopped and like goes this other way that I didn't like, but mm-hmm. they like recover from that with like the na 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 part at the very end. Like, I think that's a great way to end the song. Yeah. Um, uh, the live stages of this are really fun. They look so happy performing yeah, just... this. And I think red velvet gets so much criticism for having like no stage presence. Star and... reasons. <laughs> and like not you know not looking like they're enjoying themselves but they look so happy like joy and irene are just like loving this era or something like i don't know what it is but they just look you know they just look like they're having a blast (laughs) with this song so and then i think another thing to talk about too is this was talked about in the showcase was they they've had this song for a while like they wanted to do this or like russian roulette (laughs) Is when they had this song and they chose yeah. Russian Roulette, and then they chose Rookie over this as well. So it's like Both this is obviously choices in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, this was obviously a song they wanted to yeah, that, release that... at some point, and yeah, if they released this earlier in their career, no, <laughs> it would have been like yeah. not yeah, good. Yeah, well, because Russian Roulette was when they started like really getting momentum. Yeah. I felt like it was like Ice Cream Cake and then Russian Roulette, and so like, yeah. yeah, I think this probably would have turned a lot of people off from them yeah so. like i think this was like a perfect time to do it yeah and i i don't know i'm really like on board with the doing like the really like divisive kind of title track i think it'll kind of set them up of like what's to come next i guess because mm-hmm. i mean i don't think they can get weirder than this no i don't <laughs> i mean they... i say that well, I hope, <laughs> yeah, I hope they'll find a way but they could find but... a way i hope they don't yeah, yeah. So, I mean, like, I'm all aboard of, like, whatever they do, but I don't know. I thought this was a really cool thing to do, especially since they're so, they've been doing, like, you know, Power Up Red Flavor as their summer tracks, and then just do yeah, this yeah. to kind of, like, throw everyone off. I think that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay. Uh, Cooper said, this is, like, one of the craziest K-pop songs I've heard in a while. I love all the different parts in the song, the drums and all the percussion, the dirty-ass synth straight out of an FX song, the bridge with R&B-style vocals, the trippy enchanting chorus, and the epic outro with it all coming together in a satisfying explosion. The music video is really addictive. I love the sets and special effects used, though they could have gone even crazier with, with it, I feel, to fit the song. At first, was indifferent towards the styling. Um, hearing the song, I kind of Sorry, he has a typo. So. I first was indifferent <laughs> towards the styling, then hearing the hearing of the song I liked of the most of the outfits. <laughs> what are you trying to say, Cooper? I think he liked most of the outfits and the stages um, have been better. I, that sentence, Cooper, you needed it for <laughs> I have no idea what you're trying to say. The choreo isn't their strongest, not their weakest, just kind of solid. Overall, this is one of my favorite Red Velvet title tracks. So, Cooper's on the That's other hot, end of the spectrum. It's definitely a hot, a hot take. take. Right yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, let's move on to Sunny Side Up. What do you think, Baron? Uh, so, I don't have that many thoughts on this song. It's a really good song. Uh, the, the one thing I probably like the most about Red Velvet are the way they harmonize. So, mm-hmm. of course, it's yeah. in the song. And I wish more groups in K-pop did 
the same type of vocal harmonies as them. But that's probably one of the reasons they're one of my favorite groups. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's fantastic. Wendy sounds fantastic again on the song. The only like minor complaint I had is that I think when they say like sunny side ups like in too high of a pitch or something. I'm not I'm not a music person, but like it's a very <laughs> like kind of piercing sound a little bit. But for the most part, the song is very smooth. Uh, I enjoy it. Um, it's a great like. I was kind of worried when I started listening to this album after the title track, but then as mm-hmm. soon as I got to this song, I was like, oh no, it's, we're back to normal Red Velvet. I'm on board again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, my first notes are now, this is what I want from Red Velvet. Like, the, exactly. Yeah. The instant I heard it, I was like, okay, so the whole the whole album isn't weird or experimental stuff. <laughs> um, I love the super prominent bass line. It gives it like a retro feel. Um, and then, yeah, mixed with their amazing vocals, especially the harmonies they have in the song, like you said. Um, and I really like the echo effects they use. It makes you feel like you're yeah. in like a big yeah. auditorium or like a large empty room. Um, that was that really helped fill the soundstage. Um, and it was interesting to hear like <laughs> shy guys just going yeah. all over. Um, <laughs> it was interesting to hear the like reggae style guitar riffs. Um, I think it added something different to the song without like ruining it. Um, it, it was just it was a cool addition that I didn't expect. Um, and I think the choreography for this song is great too. They did it for live stages. So yeah, overall loved it. What about you, Sam? Yeah. yeah, I gotta say I really love the live stages for this song. Once again, like Red Velvet's just stage presence is like on a whole other level. This comeback. Like, I remember the first time, like my comment watching the live stage of this for the first time was like, "Wow, like their dancing is insanely good here." Like I don't know what it is, but like they are just giving it their all with all the moves, which is like kind of unlike them <laughs> like, yeah to be yeah. fair <laughs> so like i don't know what it is maybe it's because they haven't had a comeback in like seven months yeah they so they actually oh rest. my gosh <laughs> i just <laughs> took my headphones okay <laughs> okay no oh my gosh no anyway anyway <laughs> i forgot where it was but yeah like the live stages of this have just been great i really love the song it is like yeah it's got that reggae feel to it it's red velvet I love it. Also, I looked at the lyrics to this song and oh my god, like they're hot. Because <laughs> like, it's like, you know, it's like a sunny side up, you know, it's like we don't want to move too fast or else it'll break. And it's like it's going down. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is a very sexual innuendo song. <laughs> so and it really fits with like the sound of the song as well. So yeah. it's a really good song. I love it. Yeah. Uh, Cooper said, I really was not expecting reggae or ska, uh, Red Velvet. I'm so thankful I have this song in my life now, though. The whole song is just so groovy and easygoing. Exactly what I needed in the summer. Next, we have Milkshake. So this is, like, the perfect amount of weird for, like, a Red Velvet song for me. Um, It's, like, got kind of, like, the, I don't know, strange instrumental, but it's, like, very catchy. All the vocals are amazing, as always. Uh, Wendy sounds fantastic. Uh, the bridge is really good. It's like they have like three of the members like do that little like each part in a row. That's fantastic. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> the only thing is, uh, sincerest apologies to uh, Yeri and Irene on this one, but their parts are not good. <laughs> um, I don't know what was going on, but like y- Yeri's voice is like her, she's like way too airy, and like it just doesn't have a lot of like. 
doesn't feel like attached to the the instrumental in the song mm. and that part just wasn't doing it for me but overall great song um and most of the members sound fantastic <laughs> most so three out of the five is most yes yeah. <laughs> um first Wendy, of all carries it, she's doing great yeah i mean yeah she just killed it this whole album um first of all it's cover of the orange caramel song uh, <laughs> i had to get that in there uh I just love the mixture of the acapella parts throughout the instrumental, though. That was really cool to hear. Um, and it's got such a punchy beginning um, with, like, the trumpet blasts, and it leads right into, like, a short rap break. Uh, it was just it was just really hard-hitting for it from the start. Um, I thought the group vocals for the chorus are great, uh, mixing in, like, all the other brass um, parts and different effects. And then, like you said, the vocals for Wendy, like, in the bridge were just utterly fantastic so overall fantastic song yeah so this one might be my favorite song on the album i still haven't quite decided but this was definitely the big standout to me in the first listen like mm-hmm. this to me is just like that classic like red velvet red, wow red, red velvet, velvet like <laughs> red velvet like red sound and i mean that's what i really love from mm-hmm. them so like this was just i love this song i mean Wendy and Silgi just sound amazing, especially like right at the beginning. It's just so good. It's kind of got like this groovy like feeling to it. I love it. And I disagree with Baron. I love Yeri and Irene like in the pre-chorus. It's like that to me is just like a classic kind of red velvet sound. I think it's like they're like they kind of make them sound, themselves sound like slightly flat or something. And then they have like harmonies with it. I just mm. think it's so cool. Like I understand it's not like the most ideal thing to want to be listening to. <laughs> and but I don't know, I just, I really like it. And like I said, like the chorus is great. I love like the post chorus part when they're saying milkshake and they're like saying shake in the back. I just think that's so good. Yeah. And um, I also looked up the lyrics to this one and there's more sexual innuendos <laughs> about like white foam on the lips. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> what are they singing? <laughs> is this the one but, Ellie yeah. wrote? Didn't Ellie write one of these songs? <laughs> Oh, you might be right. I actually haven't checked. That's actually a good someone point. looked that up. I can't type because everyone. I think this one has like lyrics but, about like cream yeah, in it too, and I remember phone. thinking that too, oh and I was God. like, "Oh, cream." I wouldn't Nate be surprised because yeah, Ellie did write one of these um songs yeah. on this album. I'll look it up after. No, yeah, look that up. I want to know, read. but yeah, yeah. I love this song. Yeah, uh, Cooper said this gives me the those classic red velvet harmonies and weird synths and bass lines. I love the hook and the bridge. Just overall, a really solid track. Next up, we have Bing Bing. What do you got, Baron? So this is by far my favorite track on the album, and this is like my replacement for the title track because I think this might be my favorite red velvet B side or album track. Um, I really really like it. <laughs> so. I, I was, as I got, I got through the first few songs, I was like, maybe this album won't have like a standout track, but this one was definitely it for me. It's got like an amazing bass line in it. Like that guitar part in the bridge is just fantastic. Uh, of course, I'm going to say this for every song. Wendy's vocals are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also this adds to the list of songs named Bing Bing that are really good. So like we have, <laughs> we have Oneus, we have AOA, we have orange caramel, but that's a bing a bing. A bing a bing, but it's still great. Um, and we it's have also a, all those the, are amazing songs. <laughs> the orange caramel song is a Baskin Robbins CF song. It's yeah, fantastic. it's probably the best like CF song. Oh yeah, is. I I think it is. Is that it for you? 
Yeah, that's all I got. Okay. Yeah. Uh, for me, once again, completely agree. I think on first impressions, this might be my favorite Red Velvet song. Like just oh. period. Just yeah. My favorite Jeez. Red Velvet song. First impressions. It might change, but I need to give it more listens. But I just, I love how fun and hype and fast the song is. And I think the instrumentals are some of the best we've heard in K-pop. There's just such a great guitar and bass line. Um, and they mix it up in a different ways to just keep it fresh um, without like changing the vibe of the song. And I think the vocals are utterly amazing like usual and but they fit the instrumentals so well i i just like i don't even know how to describe what i love about the song because it's just like everything i think everything about everything about the song is amazing and everyone needs to listen to it it's yeah first impressions one of my favorite if not my favorite of all the song yeah so i'm definitely like in the i'm in the minority (laughs) on this one everyone's like oh this is the my favorite this is the best one it's like this is like the one i remember the least i don't know i mean i actually i know why i don't like it um and it is the 16th notes in the background and it's because it's because it's reminds me of destiny's child's bootylicious because they have the (laughs) same thing so i'm just like that should make you a little bit more no, because I'm just like ready for them. We're like, I don't um, think you can handle exactly. This. We are. <laughs> like, now you need to I make the know, match up. It's just like so <laughs> weird to me. I'm like, why is Destiny's Child bootylicious on this album? I mean, like, it's not a bad song, like at all. It's not the sound of from Red Velvet that I like or that I love. I should say, like, I do like the song. It's a good song. Like, I like every song on this album. But um, yeah, I think that's the main reason of why I can't like get behind the song. One thing I really do love, um, the chorus in the song, how they build it is really good. Because so many times in K-pop, they don't build things enough. They just kind of yeah. throw everything at once. But like, this is so great because it starts off with them doing like the bing bing part. And then they have like the woes. And then they start like adding it. Like they start mm-hmm. adding like the chords to it, like layer harmony. Like yep. it's just good. Like yeah. how they do that, it creates a momentum. And it's, that- it's re- especially yeah with the the bootylicious like <laughs> with 16th the... notes in the background <laughs> but, but yeah i that, mean like yeah. that's it's a cool song why i love it so much like if you know like what i like in k-pop i love songs that continuously build in a good way that's why hush is one of my favorite k-pop songs of all time because they do that they slowly add in instrumental layers over time um and i think that that song builds fantastically and yeah i just anytime a song does that i love it um so it, it's not it didn't surprise me that i loved this um cooper is on the baron nate side he said this song is my obsession right now the bass and guitar lines are so heavy and the cool synths in the pre-chorus are so good the funky guitar that comes in more prominently at the end is so good and then wendy's high note i have ascended <laughs> this is going <laughs> in my top red velvet tracks of all time so he <laughs> agrees that is one of their best uh, side note, I looked up the credits for the songs on Wikipedia and Ellie isn't mentioned, so I don't know if that was just a rumor that wasn't oh. true or what. Um, Maybe. Because, yeah, she wasn't, she didn't have any credits on Wikipedia for any of the songs. Hmm. Next, we got Parade. What do you got, Baron? This is my second favorite song on the album. Uh, it's got... The chorus is just so so fun. I love the chorus. Uh, the vocal harmony is fantastic. Wendy, fantastic. I'm just repeating myself at this yep, stage. That's what happens. Um, <laughs> the, and 
the song actually did this well and i usually don't like this effect but like uh chanting parts of songs or chanting vo vocals i usually don't like, like sims lpm <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but they do like a chanting part in one of the like the the post choruses in this and it sounds fantastic and i'm all about it so this is another great song um one of my more favorite red velvet b-sides for sure it's one of your favorite songs on the album <laughs> well second favorite yeah um yeah i, I thought that was a great in, like incorporation of whistling for this song um i think it mixes really well with all the synths and like chip tunes it gives it like a video game -y vibe it like reminded me of like like yoshi's story or something like a nintendo <laughs> game like like a more fun nintendo video game would have something like this at least the instrumentals um and yeah the line instrumental line in the chorus is fantastic and yeah like you said it's just repeating ourselves but like red velvet's vocals are always great and i think their group vocals fit this type of song perfectly um it's yeah for sure. why their red red songs are always so like popular and why they do so well i think they're just voices fit this type of fun poppy song um so yeah i thought it was great yeah i would uh definitely agree that yeah i love the red of this it's it's very red velvet and i love that um sorry i lost track of what i was saying <laughs> um it's a really fun song you guys pretty much said it all like i like you know the video game kind of sound to it and um i really like an effect they did in the pre-chorus where it's like right before they do the pre-chorus like it's like irene or went or yeri they like distort the vocals right before it or something and it kind of goes a little demonic but mm -hmm. i think it's a cool effect and um yeah I, I also agree i think this is my second favorite song on the album what is your favorite the title i think my favorite's milkshake oh, okay gotcha. yeah so i think yeah just a second those were the two that really stood out to me on first listen yes uh cooper said the song is so bubbly and fun started the whole typing <laughs> typing random nonsense i absolutely love yeri and joy's voice on this track and the chorus hits hard for no reason and oh my god uh and finally we have lp so this is another fantastic song uh again wendy sounds fantastic <laughs> um the vocals are great the part i liked about the song the most is like Throughout the song, they make really good use of like uh, repeated lyrics. Um, so like at one point, there's like turn it back, turn it back, turn it back, like, I don't know, a, a dozen times in a row or something. And I, I like that. Um, then like each of the different members are like, they say like the numbit, numbit, numbit part in different mm -hmm. part, points in the song. And that's fun, too. So I kind of like Red Velvet songs that are like fun and like you can like, you know, hum along to them or say like dumb words along to them and that's all about the song so great song yeah oh uh, yeah i thought it was nice to get like a jazzy velvety song on the summer album but they kind of gave it a little, a little more pep than they would usually do i think because it's the summer album and they, um they brought back the elephant from zoo so that was nice <laughs> to hear um also is there a kazoo in the song because there's some synth or something that sounds I like a kazoo Oh, I didn't and even I listen. I, I should was listen like, for that. What is that? Is that literally kazoo or what? Uh, I think it's just a synth, but it sounded very similar to one. Um, I thought there was some really cool channel switching during the bridge, um, and it has like a really crazy guitar line too. Um, and then also there's a sexy sax solo. So it fantastic song. Everything was great about it. 
Yeah, so this song, yeah, it's very elevator music, but like in the best way possible. Um, yeah. I'm gonna steal what Dylan said. Dylan said this is like a remix of Wii music, which I get oh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Um, and I'm also ha- happy that they didn't end the album on a ballad, which because I hate it when albums end on ballads. So for them to not end on one was a great idea because it makes you want to re-listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the sax solo was great. It's like that's how you do sax in a song in a pop song. Like mm-hmm. that was perfect. Um, yeah, right before the sax solo, they have like that part where like it really like, picks up speed for a bit. Yeah, it like kind of gives me like I don't know like why I think like Powerpuff Girls, but I think of the Powerpuff Girls <laughs> during that part where it's just like it's almost like kind of like actiony. I don't know. I really like it, and um, it's just it's just a really good song. And yeah, I looked at the lyrics to this, and the lyrics are really cute. I just think, yeah, it's a great... It's not full of in- innuendos? No. I think there might have been some, but for the most um, part... I mean, <laughs> I feel like that's just all pop music has to have some innuendo in it. Yeah. And then I like how they end the song. It sounds like, you know, like it was like a wind-up doll that just kind of like stops, like kind of goes out of tune a bit. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was a really cool way to end the album because this album, I think, was just kind of like kind of weird, especially with how it started. Like, for it to just kind of, like, wind down like that, it makes me want the next one, because it's, like, a series to start up as if, yeah. like, you just turned it back on. I don't think yeah, they'll I do that, but... <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I think it'd be really cool. And I liked also with the sax solos. They had it, like, in the bridge part. But they didn't just, like, do that and, like, forget about it. Like, they continued it in the last course. So, mm-hmm. like, it actually felt like it had a purpose of being there, and it wasn't just, like, here's the sax solo in the bridge. Like, <laughs> have fun with this. It's like, okay, they had an idea with it, and they, they kept it in the rest of the song. Yeah. But, yeah, great song. Yep. Uh, and Cooper said, this is this is a day one sequel, but cranks it up to 11. It has that kind of jazzy instrumental and elevator music feel, but adds trap beats and heavy bass. Sax solo. There's a sax solo. They sound absolutely amazing here. I love it. I love it. Okay. So we'll get to our scores. What did you end up giving it, Baron? So I liked all of the songs on the album besides uh, Zim Zalabim, but I have to like dock at some points for the fact that it's the only Red Velvet title track I don't like. Mm-hmm. So I'll give it six out of seven for music. Uh, for the styling, I really like the styling. It's kind of like what I like about Red Velvet. It's like the silly, like campy, like bright colors, like clothes that make no sense, music videos mm-hmm. that make no sense. I like all that. Um, so I'll give it two and a half for that. So I'll give it eight and a half total. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm on the same boat. I think this honestly is some of Red Velvet's best music, um, except for the chorus of Zim Zalabim. Even if the rest of the song was fine, uh, like if it didn't have the chorus, I, I think I would love this album maybe a 10 out of 10. Um, and so I was trying to just figure out how much I wanted to dock for it. Um, and I decided, I think, since this is just the chorus, like everything else about it, the song was great. I just docked it 0.5. So I gave it 6.5 out of 7 for music, um, which is kind of being lenient considering I don't really want to listen to Zim Zalabim much, but yeah. I, if, if it didn't have the chorus, I would want to listen to it. So that's why. Um, and I went all out and gave it a 3 out of 3 for concept. Love the choreography, love the styling, love the music video. So uh, I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, so, I mean, overall, I think they delivered here. Like, this is one of my favorite minis from them, which is such a surprise because I really didn't like RBB 
like and that thing has only gotten worse to me and summer mm-hmm. magic grew on me a bit so this one was just like it, this went back to like old red velvet for me so i loved it mm-hmm. and so yeah i gave it a seven for seven uh mm-hmm. seven out of seven for music because i loved everything uh for the concept i was gonna dock at a point for uh <laughs> just because of joy's dreads but <laughs> but she hasn't been wearing them for the live stages so yeah. with it that was, it was literally like a, a second of the music video between like two shots it was very quick yeah it, and i, mean, I thought like, about it too though yeah it's like i love yeah. i love the styling i love that they gave us like actual good album packaging and member versions so i'm gonna get i'm giving them the three out of three so it's a 10 oh, out of 10 wow i love it yep uh so that's a 9.5 oh oh wait i didn't read cooper's cooper spoilers Cooper I mean, overall <laughs> said this is one of their yeah based on what he said throughout the album I think you can figure it out but this is one of their best minis it's already one of my most played two and it's only been out a few days there's no weak track for me every track brings something either pleasantly familiar or twists an unexpected trope on its head they've kept their sound fresh and actually I think kind of refreshed themselves a bit they're here to stay 10 out of 10 so that's a 9.5 overall Baron you gave an 8.5 right <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, nine point five. Um. So yeah, that gets that's a shiny. Shiny. Um, it's a first shiny Ooh. in a while. So it's nice to see that. Uh, considering our impressions of the title track. Um. So yeah. Uh. What? Let us know what you thought of the album in the comments. Um. Especially the title track. Did you love it? Did you hate it? Um. And yeah. Did you listen to the rest of the album? What's your favorite song? Listen to Bing Bing because it's one of their best songs ever um and yeah that's it okay moving on to topic two which is our second review of the evening or afternoon whatever time it is uh we are reviewing sf9's rpm um i actually don't know if we've ever reviewed sf9 i can't I don't remember think you guys have. I, i've listened to that we've we talked about them in releases obviously um a decent yeah. amount pretty much all of their music has come out since we started recording um yeah you guys always somehow don't review sf9 or pentagon which i'm like these are two well-known groups like why why don't you guys do them but yeah well here we are we're reviewing sf9's rpm their newest mini album uh we're starting off with the title track rpm what do you think baron so Maybe this uh, says more about me than anything, but I don't know who these people are <laughs> at all. Because <laughs> you don't pay attention to girl K-Con. groups at all. Yeah, they're going to be at KCon, that's true. <laughs> the you only song I, I know about them is like their, I think they released a song in like quarter one because I remember reviewing it in like. Oh, yeah, it's their worst one. <laughs> I, I actually really like that song. So uh, <laughs> maybe I like them, I don't know. But. Or you'll so hate all of... the other songs. <laughs> you'll only I went like into the this, bad like, stuff having zero preconceptions of what the group was because I didn't know anything. But the song is really good. It's like totally a banger. Um, I really like like their smooth vocals. Um, the rapping could be hit or miss in some of the songs. I, I did like it in this song. There's like that weird like bridge where like ha- the first half of the bridge is rap and then the second half of the bridge is vocals. But I, I thought it worked pretty well here. The- I think the most controversial part of the song, I would assume, would be like that pre-chorus drop that they do into like yeah. the vocal chorus but i thought it really worked well and i really enjoyed it um i've been the first time i heard the song i was kind of like pleasantly surprised i was like oh i don't I, I think i remember sf9 from that other song don't remember what the song was but 
that's like two songs in a row I like from them. So maybe I need to do some more research on them. The music video, unfortunately, I thought was really dumb. Like, it's like it's way too try hard. And like, I didn't understand what was happening. And they were wearing like super cheesy outfits. Yeah. And like, I think that style can work if you like you acknowledge that it's it's dumb cheesy. or cheesy. Yeah. But they seemed like to be taking it way too seriously. Yeah. So I was yeah. just not here for it. And there's like the fog machines and like the lights. <laughs> Just, oh yeah like the lasers yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. uh, so not a fan of that but the song itself is really good and i quite enjoyed it yeah so my first my first comment is when did sf9 become nct127 because the opening <laughs> of the song sounds exactly like an nct song um even like the tone of the rapping uh, sounded similar like just their style of rapping at the beginning just reminded me 100 percent of like an nct song um but yeah i i agree with you i think I don't like the like super stereotypical drop for the first part of the chorus. It it just seemed too uninspired, like not interest. It it just didn't do anything interesting or new. Um, but I think, like you said, once the singing comes back in, it, mixed with like the really good synths, it kind of makes up for it. Um, so I think overall, I enjoyed it, but that. I wish that drop wasn't there or was at least a little bit more interesting or new or different. Something was, something was different about it. Cause it just seemed very stereotypical. Um, also where did this guitar come in for the second chorus? Right? And why, did it, why did it leave <laughs> so oh, quickly? So good. Cause why wasn't that there the whole song? That guitar part was so good. And I was just like, this could have been an awesome rap rock song. And it, the guitar was there for such a short time. Um, that would have definitely made me like the song a lot more. Um, not that I didn't like it, but I there were parts I didn't like. Um, I think the music video, like you said, it's a low budget, um, which, I mean, you, you can't fault them for that. It's got a weird futuristic vibe. I think I was fine with it. I, I, I do agree that they kind of took it a little too seriously for how low budget it is. Um, but I also think the choreography makes up for it because I think the choreography is really good. Yeah, I agree with that part. So overall, I, I think it's... I think it's a decent song. Um, it's not one of my favorites, uh, but I didn't dislike it. What about yeah, you, I mean, Sam? I, I loved this. Like, I I wasn't a huge fan of their last one. I I, I don't even remember what it was called. I, was I, think it was saying, enough. I don't remember their last one at all. I think it was enough. I just, I didn't like, I mean, I love SF9. They're one of the few boy groups that I still, like, really try to follow. Uh, I mean, I don't, there's really no title track from them I didn't like except for enough. Um, and I thought this was great. Like this was like right back on track to like their sound. Like they've kind of explored new things. Like they had Osole Mio, which was like mm -hmm. the Latin one. They had Mamma Mia, which a lot of people hated. I loved Mamma Mia. Um, but I thought this was awesome. Like the very beginning with the Young Bin rap is just like so good. Like I just, I loved it. Rowan's vocals really impressed me in this song. Like I didn't know he was that great of a singer. To mm -hmm. me, he's always just been the visual. So I'm like, oh, he's probably not like that. He probably doesn't sing that well. But no, he sings phenomenally. But yeah. overall, the vocals were just incredible. Um, the drop weirdly works. Like, I hate drops. I just, it doesn't bother me in this song. And I'm wondering if it's just because I've heard so many bad drops that this one, like, is, like, okay. It's not good. <laughs> it's just, it's there, but it's not but it's offensive. Like better. Yeah, like, it's better than the other ones. I'm like, okay, like... I get I get what they're going for and I mean it's so sh it's so quick that I don't get mad about it it's like it drops and then it's like into the chorus so mm -hmm. I'm like okay it's fine and yeah the guitar in the second verse is 
so good. Such a great decision to do that. And I love the constant like bum 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 they do and how they like harmonize with it and like the yeah. bass is going with it as well. But yeah, I mean the beginning of the song is definitely the best part about it. I don't think it picks back up. I think it like it starts really strong. You know, and they have the guitar that also like adds something to it, but the rest of the song is kind of like, okay, it's just the same thing over mm-hmm. and over again. As for the music video, it's an SF9 music video. Like they're so weird because they're very they're they're always low budget, but like it looks like they have money. Like it's not <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and I mean I like the aesthetic of it. Like the blue, purple, and white color was really cool. Whenever it would go like brown or green or whatever, I didn't care for it. But I just I don't understand why their music videos aren't better. I mean, what is it? FNC. I was gonna say they're under FNC, so they have FNC is money because it's FT Island C and Blue AOA. They're not focusing on other groups either right now. Well, Cherry Bullet, Cherry Bullet. Oh, that's that's where all their budget's going. Cherry Bullet's got so much money. They've got so So much budget for their music videos. SF9 got screwed. So don't (laughs) tell me that they don't have this money for these. Like, no, FNC's like probably like top seven of the biggest companies. Like, I think that's they're not a small company. That drives me nuts because they do the cliche boy group music videos every time, yeah. except for Mamma Mia. I love the Mamma Mia music video. Questionable styling, but that's regard like it's a great music video, I think. I know a lot of people hate it. But yeah, yeah Cherry Bullet gets all the money. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so like weird because usually it's like guy it's groups guy get groups. more all Yeah, because they make more but money. I guess yeah. But yeah, and then the choreo for this wasn't as exciting. I mean, SF9 is known, I think, for their dancing, like mm-hmm. their choreography. They do some insane thing. Like, I highly recommend just watching their dance practice videos because they just do some really cool, like, choreographies. But this one was, eh, which is kind of how I felt about their last one, too, especially after Now or Never. Like, that choreography was so good. So mm-hmm. it's kind of dropped a little bit since then. But yeah, overall very happy with this title track yeah yeah it was funny i was actually looking up their company because i was like wonder if they're under a small company and then you said no. fnc right when i got to their wikipedia page i was like wait a minute yeah, um, it makes no the, sense for the record uh it was called enough uh baron gave it an eight i gave it a seven and you gave it a three sam <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh i was that, very disappointed with that that was time. our thoughts on baron's comment was yes Sam's comment was, this is easily their weakest title track. Listen so. listen to their other title tracks, and that one is just, like... I apparently liked it. It's not enough, eight. you know? Well, I guess no an eight's probably, like, a, a four, so... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. If you don't get that joke, come to Discord and do song ratings. Or just come to the Discord anyway. Yeah. Or just come to the Discord and see us yell at each other over song ratings. <laughs> um, Cooper said... They kind of went back to old SF9. Some light electric guitar fell out the verses lightly. The light electric guitar fell out the verses lightly. Thanks, Cooper. Very redundant. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna start bagging on Cooper during his during his reviews if I find but he can't defend like himself. Yeah, exactly. Then it opens. And he's not up gonna be- listen. Yeah, he definitely won't listen. To this. <laughs> then it opened up beautifully. Well, now he has to because he's listening to all our reviews and oh, writing down true. the scores. So. Oh yeah. Hi, Cooper. <laughs> then it opens up beautifully in the pre-chorus the ruins and in songs powerful vocals the build-up is so good then the drop happens and i kind of love it i think it's only because the second half of the chorus is so powerful and bright so yeah similar to me like i think the second half makes up 
The two contrasting halves make it super satisfying to listen to. The MV is pretty cool. They've pretty much stuck to boxes lately, but I think the futuristic... But I like the futuristic the aesthetic. Koryao is, of course, great. They always come back or come through with powerful and interesting dances. Next, we have Round and Round. What do you got, Baron? I, I don't have that many thoughts on this song. It's a nice song. Uh, I thought, like, the vocals, again, are quite good, actually. I like the way they sound. I wish they, like, harmonized a little bit more. Like, I guess going back to, like, Red Velvet. But vocals are good. I have no complaints about that. Uh, the instrumental is really fun. Like, there's, like, a a good like drums in the background there's good like good little guitar that pops in here and there mm -hmm. uh overall good song i enjoyed it yeah i thought it had a great guitar intro um i really like sentimental like guitar focused songs from guy groups um and i thought the song built exactly how i wanted it to in the first verse um the drop chorus it has a drop chorus but it builds well to it and it still fits that sentimental feeling it's not like out of the blue crazy edm or anything it still sticks to that theme. Um, and I like how the trumpet synths follow the singing. Um, I love when we have parts like that in the music um, where the the vocal melody and the trump like the synth melody is the same. Um, also, I thought after the first verse, the rap part that follows is really, really good. Um, so yeah, overall, I like the song. Yeah, I thought it was a good song too. I thought it was kind of a nice, you know, like bring it down a little bit after the title track and how like, kind of upbeat that was so this was kind of a good follow with mm -hmm. it uh the chorus i think is just very feel good you know I, I like it and yeah i agree like the build-up from the chorus in the pre-chorus into into the act sorry from the verse of the pre-chorus to the chorus i think is really good and i like how the drop or the hit is like it's off like it's not like right on one so it's kind of delayed i think it's a cool little thing they did mm -hmm. um yeah, and they had a live stage for this. It's not very good. <laughs> I thought the choreo was weird. At one point, they're, like, on a line, and then, like, one of them starts, like, dancing, and then, like, he stops, and then, like, the next two dance, and it just looks like they're wrong. I don't know. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I wasn't a fan of this live stage, and I was like, this is a weird song to have choreo to. Yeah, but, like, sentimental yeah. acoustic guitar, like... Yeah, usually <laughs> not the it's... one you get choreo to. Usually it's just them sitting in a chair singing or whatever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's it's a good song. Yeah, uh, Cooper said they're pro promoted B side. I think there's stronger songs on the album, but I do enjoy this one a lot. I don't really know how to describe the song. I do like the drums and the pre-chorus. Not sure what genre this is, but I like it. <laughs> Sentimental pop music, Cooper is what I would call it. <laughs> um, next we have Dreamer. So the beginning of the song is really bad, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was I was almost out on the song like like the first I don't know like twenty or thirty seconds is just not good. But then like it kind of comes back and it kind of like brings me back into it. The all the vocal parts are good. There's like really good like backing vocals and like some ad libs behind the vocals that I liked. The rap parts they're not bad, but they feel kind of out of place in the song. I didn't really like how they like meshed or didn't mesh at all with the rest of the song um overall just kind of like a it's not a bad song but uh it's definitely one of my least favorite ones just kind of meh. yeah um i said what is happening in this intro it's got like <laughs> movie soundtrack epic sounding out of nowhere brass stuff it's just like yeah, i don't know what's going on it's a really weird <laughs> but then it leads to just like a monster x style banger um 
it, it's it's similar. It's it's like the banger, but like the with the vocal focus. Um, but overall, I'm gonna be honest. Like the song didn't really stand out to me at all, other than the intro. And the intro stood out because it's weird, not because <laughs> it's necessarily good. Um, I think the vocals were good, uh, but the rest of the song was just fine, and it just it just didn't stand out. Yeah, that's how I feel too. Yeah, I said this was my least favorite song. I think it just just didn't hit with me. Like, there's something about the vocals the vocals in the song that I don't like. I don't know. It's something about how they like hit my ears. Like, it just doesn't feel good. I don't know. Like the whoa or whatever. I don't like it. Like, I just. The song to me is just like it's try hard, but they're like not trying hard enough at the same time. <laughs> if that makes sense, yeah. and I, I'm not a fan of it. Like it sounds out of their range when they're doing like ad lib stuff. I, yeah, yeah, I could do without it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cooper said the intro makes me laugh. It's so over dramatic, <laughs> but the verse <laughs> kicks in, and it's super hard EDM and hip hop stuff that I love. They have so many good vocalists. The raps are kind of meh, but I still really like the song. Next, we have Liar. So this is another song. I really enjoy the vocals. Uh, it's like they're like dramatic and maybe almost a little bit too overdramatic, but I think it still works with the song. The instrumental is really fun. Uh, the only thing is I wish this is the song where I really noticed. It seems like they didn't do like any harmonizing at all. They just all take turns singing the entire song, and I wish they didn't do that as much. Hmm. Um, I thought I had a great piano and vocal intro and then they added in the guitar part um, I also love the delayed drop um, and how chill and fitting to the song that the drop is um, it was building and I was really ready for the drop to just ruin the whole song's vibe um, but I think they did a good job with it uh, so overall I liked it yeah I yeah, loved the pre-chorus I loved the, the how empty the chorus felt and I wish they didn't drop as early as they did. Like, I would have liked it if it had, like, more of, like, the kind of quiet background for a little bit longer in the chorus. And then maybe in the second half actually have the drop. Or maybe just the first chorus in general not have the drop. And then bring the drop in later in the song to have mm -hmm. more of an impact. Because the emptiness was so good. And I kind of wanted to, like, enjoy that a little bit more. And then I was like, oh, okay. It's, there's the drop. Okay. I don't know. But, yeah. Overall, it's another one. Like, this song's nice. Didn't do too much for me. Like, it was pleasant. It wasn't bad. Mm -hmm. Could have been better. Yeah. Uh, Cooper didn't have much to say. He said, I love the darkness of this song. It feels emotional and dramatic in the right ways. Uh, next, we have See You Tomorrow. So, this song is, like, kind of interesting. It's um, <laughs> an understatement. Kind of interesting. Okay. <laughs> the The vocals are really good. The rapping, I actually think, works quite well in the song. The instrumental, it wasn't quite doing it for me. Like it's, it sounds like a little bit. I don't know. I. I he doesn't just, like. You're you're the one that doesn't like Infinite, right? No, I do like some songs of Infinite, but oh. not all the songs of Infinite. But uh, it's it's okay. Like it's a good song. I like it. It's not one of my favorite ones. It's like a little bit too. Like all their songs, they they border right on the edge of being like too overdramatic. And I don't think this crosses the line, but it's mostly just the instrument instrumental for me that holds it back. Oh, I'm on the complete opposite end. And I think this <laughs> is like some of the best, most amazing instrumentals. Um, 
so it's and like Sam said, hinting at it, like I I think this song was straight out of Infinite's playbook. Um, it's very very much like an Infinite title track. I felt like, um, but yeah, it 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 just the song just like took me on a journey. It's like it starts off with like amazing falsetto, um, and I was like, okay, I'm into this. But it felt like it was building to a generic Tropical House song, to be honest. <laughs> um, that's what I thought. Like, that build right at the beginning after the falsetto, I was like, is this going to be, like, Tropical House? Which I'm, like, fine with, but <laughs> I, I like it a lot more than most people. But still, I was like, okay, I mean, this would fit with the album. But then a rap part comes in, and the rap part, at first, has just got, like, a standard EDM beat. But then the vocals come in, and the instrumentals get better. And then the chorus happens, and it brings in, like, epic strings. And then there's drops into this crazy glitch synth part. And then there's another rap part with the amazing strings. And I'm just like, this song just blew me away. Just kept taking me into places that I wanted it to go, but didn't expect it to go. Because I guess my expectations were lower, not really knowing SF9 or, or much. Like, And based on the previous songs in the album, were all pretty... They were decent, but they didn't really surprise me much. Um, where this song just blew me away. So yeah, this, this was easily my favorite song on the album. Yeah, this is this is the best song on the album. Might be the be- my favorite SF9 song. SF9 song, in- song yeah. Yeah, or at least that. maybe B-sides. Although I was doing a, a listen through their other albums the other night, and they've got some good standout ones. I'm like, wow, this is like in a whole other world than their other songs. Than their other stuff. Yeah, that's what it felt like with yeah. the song. It, the song that's, felt yeah, like it was leagues above the rest of the album. I found that's what most of their albums are like. The albums were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden there's that one song where you're like, whoa, where did this come from? And it's, this is that song. Like the chorus of this song is just so satisfying and just like amazing. Like the melody of of it is just, it's so good. And like the vocals are great. The drop is great. The second verse with like the strings and uh, I think it's Huyung and Chani are the ones who rap with it. It's just, so good and then the bridge we have like the build and i think it's uh juho is the one who's rapping there it's just epic ah such a good song mm-hmm. like i i wish they did more like this it's like they do so many like mediocre songs and then just that rare like gem that is just it's perfect mm-hmm. like i really hope they would perform this at k-con they probably won't but <laughs> it'd be so no, they have enough title it. tracks where they're just gonna do title <laughs> tracks uh-huh. um uh, Cooper agrees with us. He said this song is anthemic, which he used last week too. So that's his new favorite word, I guess. Uh, <laughs> this is probably my favorite song in the album. The chorus is so over the top, and the strings add a lot. This album's doing an amazing job of showcasing their vocal talent. Uh, and finally, we have Echo. So, unfortunately, I hated everything about this song. <laughs> <laughs> um, it sounds like the instrumental sounds super dated. And there's like those like weird like wub dubs in there. It just I didn't like any part about this and I don't want to hear it again. <laughs> um that it. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yep, that, that's what I figured, but I wasn't sure. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't cutting you off. Um yeah, I think it's got that acoustic guitar and like sentimental vocals to start, which I'm fine with. Um and it's got that chain mo- chain smoker style drop um that I still enjoy. I know Jacob and Andrew don't really like it anymore just because it's overused. Um but yeah, it's very reminiscent of 17's like Don't Want to Cry and uh what was the other one? Thanks. I mm-hmm. think. Yeah. 
Um, but yeah, basically that's all I've got on it too. Like it's decent if you like that kind of song, um, which I do, but nothing stands out. Like it's, it's, it's another one of those just like, eh, it's, it's fine. Yeah. It's a meh song. Also one of my biggest pet peeves in songs, especially K-pop songs is metaphors. And they're saying, you're my echo. Like, I hate that. <laughs> it's like, I just think that's so lazy and stupid and it just never sounds good. I mean, yeah. it's not the worst one I've heard. Like, there's been ones that are like, you're my playground. It's like, okay. <laughs> but I just, I hate it. I hate that. Um, the rapping in the second verse is just a mess. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I'm glad it's not like a ballad ballad. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's not great <laughs> uh cooper said the song i'm not really big on it feels too one note and i feel like i've heard it before it's not bad just nothing about it really stood out to me the voices are still really good but i won't come back to it as much so it seems pretty overwhelming or like we agree that the song's definitely one of the weaker ones the problem is it followed like the one of the most yeah. amazing songs ever and then it's just like you're back to your like mediocrity um okay let's get to scores so for music i liked all the songs on the album like dreamer was kind of okay didn't like echo but the rest are really good and i really liked rpm so i'll give it a five out of seven for music the concept for like the styling i'm gonna be like kind of mean here because i didn't like it at all but mm-hmm. they're dancing as good, so they get like some redeeming points for that. But they only get one out of three for that. So unfortunately, wow. they only get six. Wow. <laughs> uh, for me, um, I think I I gave it a 5.5 out of 7 for music. I, I think most of it was fine. Um, See You Tomorrow was a big influence on pushing that score up. Um, and I... Like, all the songs that I didn't like, it wasn't that I hated or I thought were bad. They were just like they were just like yeah, I've heard this before. It's it's pretty generic. Like it's not interesting or like new. Um, so it, I didn't really want to take a ton of points off for that because it there wasn't bad. Um, so I just did five point five out of seven. Um, and then I I was nicer. And I I think I rate the styling mostly on Corio. Um, so I gave him a two out of three for a concept. The music video, the low budgetness, obviously was a big factor in why they lost a point there. Yeah, overall, I think this is one of their best albums, I think. I mean, on first listen, I loved it. I don't know how I feel so much about it now, if I still Mm -hmm. love it as much, uh, after, like, listening to it a few times, or it's, like, with Red Velvet, the more I listened to it, the more I was like, wow, yeah, this really is one of their best. This one, I was like, okay, maybe not as great as I thought it was. Still might be one of their best, but it's nothing spectacular. So, yeah, I gave it a 5 out of 5, or, sorry, 5.5 out of 7 for music. And because I'm so sick of these low budget music videos, I gave it a 1.5 out of three for concept. So seven out of 10. Okay. Uh, Cooper did not leave any overall notes, but he gave it a 5.5 out of seven for music. Uh, And he gave it a 2.5 out of three for concept. I guess he enjoyed the music video more or just liked the choreography so much um, that it made up for it. Uh, So the average is out to a seven. So good, not great which is pretty much how I feel about the album. And it seems like most of us agree. Um, there's a couple of standout songs, but the rest of it's pretty, pretty just meh to okay. <laughs> okay. 
So, uh, let us know what you thought in the comments. Um, what do you think of the title track? What do you think of the album tracks? Um, did you like the choreography? Did you like the low-budget cheesy music video? Um, <laughs> so, that's it for our SF9 review. Moving on to topic three, which needs a disclaimer. Um... <laughs> You guys don't have this def this defense, um, but as the self-proclaimed biggest IOI fan <laughs> in the universe, um, I am not hating on the artists. I am hating on the production and the entertainment company. Um, but we are going to talk about Somi's debut and what a mess it was. Um, so, I guess I'll just get into the short cliff notes of the facts leading up to her debut or just like everything leading up to it um yeah we, can, we could talk about that and then we'll talk about the song itself and the music video and stuff um so if you don't know somi uh she won she was on 16 which is the show uh that created twice uh, it was a survival show like 2015 2016 2014 yeah. No, it was a while ago. A long time ago. Um, which it feels like literally like two years ago that I watched that show. So it's weird to me that it was like five years ago. Um, but yeah, she she was on 16. So she was a JYP trainee. Um, had a chance to be in twice. Um, she didn't make it. JYP thought she had the uh, like star potential. <laughs> um, she just wasn't really ready yet. She was like 14 when that show was on. Um, so she was a pretty young. It was pretty obvious she wasn't going to make it into the group. Um, there's a cat eating Sam's uh, yeah. headphones. He's. Cord. I can't. <laughs> Super energetic yeah. today. I can't settle him. No, that's okay. It adds entertainment value for the viewers. Um, <laughs> especially since I don't have all the fancy slideshow stuff that Andrew usually does. So they don't really have oh. much to look at other than us. Um, but yeah, back. So, so me, yeah, she was pretty young and 16. So she didn't make it. JYP was like, yeah, you need more training but you definitely have that like appeal that like uh public appeal like you would make a good idol um so then she went on produce 101 in the next year uh, and she ended up winning um which means she was the center of ioi uh, one of the best girl groups ever uh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Uh, sure um so yeah she she won produce 101 she was the center of ioi um, and she was in JYP as a trainee for a long time. Um, obviously IOI was really big, but kind of had a short run due to Mnet not really knowing how to handle a group with like trainees from a bunch of different companies. They didn't really have the contract settled down right. Like the companies wanted to bring them back because they were so popular and like make their own groups and stuff really quickly. Um, and she went back to JYP afterwards and kind of just sat around for years. Uh, she had a couple, like, singles with, like, featuring other people or, like, with other people. Uh, she had a song with Eric Nam. Um, and then she did a couple other shows. Um, she was on Unease Season 2. She was on, uh, what was the song? Where's Deep Blue Eyes from? What was the name of that show? Uh, oh, I forget. Idol. It was something about, like, acting. Like, basically, it was, it was Solgi and Moonbule and... There's like seven different Yua. female idols you uh, uh that did like a show where they made their own drama like one hour long mini drama thing and it was about them learning how to act and actually like writing it and stuff um but they made a song for that too uh so she's been doing stuff but 
she was kind of just sitting around at JYP, not really like debuting. It was pretty clear she was going to be an itsy. Um, but then I don't know, like, I don't know how long ago it was, but she eventually it came out that she was leaving JYP. It, it could have been that long ago because it was close it was this to year, when wasn't I was gonna it? say it was close to when itsy was debuting, because we yeah. all thought she was going to be an itsy. Like we already knew their name and everything. And then it, we found out she wasn't going to be in it because she left. Um, and she unfortunately signed with the Black Label. Um, luckily, she didn't sign with YG proper. Uh, yeah. But it's not much better because if you don't know, Black Label is Teddy's entertainment company that is a subsidiary of YG. Um, so Teddy is their YG's main producer. Um, so she joined that company and uh, she finally got to debut. And then the debut got delayed for over a month. And then the debut teasers came out and the styling was atrocious. Oh my God, and then we yeah. get to the showcase and there's no live performance because the choreography kept changing past the release of the song. Which means the music video also didn't have a choreography in it. Well, it had some. <laughs> it had some, but not much. It. Yeah. So the whole thing's just an utter mess. And it makes sense because it's YG. And... Yeah. Yeah. So, what are your guys' thoughts on leading up to the song? We'll talk about the song afterwards. Just everything involved. Well, at least speaking for myself, as someone who is kind of unaware of a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. I-, I knew the name because people talked about her in connection with IOI. Yeah. But I didn't really realize who she was signed with or that she was going to be in NC or that she changed the label. I didn't know any of that. So, yeah. I'm just kind of along for the ride on most of this. <laughs> and then you want <laughs> like to talk about the song. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of thoughts about the song itself, but <laughs> I I remember like it was kind of like a running joke that she was never going to debut. I remember that happening. Yeah, and yeah. then like when we actually saw the teasers and people were like, "I'll I'll believe it when we actually." Yeah, that's see it. literally I said that. I was yeah. like, yeah. "We get teasers, but that doesn't mean it's coming out because I already got delayed a bunch." <laughs> and then when we saw like the first photos of the, the release, I was like, "Oh man, this is going to be awful." <laughs> <laughs> Those first teasers were really bad. Um, uh, that's, all, that's all I got for now. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I go. Uh, yeah, yeah, I actually I watched the showcase, like the translation of it, and it is one of the most painful things to watch. <laughs> I felt so bad yeah. for her. Like, I mean, the press was not easy on her because they kept asking, like, why aren't you performing the song? And she's like, oh, you know, the, the choreography wasn't perfect. You, you know, like, I... I want I want to show my best, and then mm-hmm. they like see the music video. Like, but we see there's choreography in the music video, and she's like, "Oh, well, we're changing it," yeah. and it's just it was just so hard to like watch her like. Yeah, it was just a tra- it. it was a train wreck. Yeah, like, and you know they're asking like, "Why'd you leave JYP for this?" And she says like, "Oh, you know, she liked the music direction better." I'm like, "Why? <laughs> okay, yeah." yeah. Um, you know they're asking about IOI, like members of IOI, and like if she still talks to them. I'm just like, this is just so hard to watch. Like, yeah, yeah, the whole thing was a mess. And like she like performed, she like kind of did like the like the point dance to like mm-hmm. try to like liven up the thing, and it was so uncomfortable. Was it? But uh... yeah, this, this whole yeah this whole debut, it's like it's so sad. It was so rushed and yeah, delayed at the same yeah. time. Yeah, exactly. Because, yeah, like, yeah, I remember hearing the news, like, May 1st, we were going to get it. And then 
like end of april comes and we're like is is it happening and then it's yeah, like okay it's happening happening <laughs> it's gonna happen beginning of june and then it's like just kidding like later in june like mid-june maybe like it was like okay sure and then yeah those photos came out we're just like <laughs> the style yeah, is I mean, so bad <laughs> it's like i didn't have high expectations really especially after yeah. moving to the black label i mean i'm also mm. you know not a huge somi fan yeah. I mean, I have nothing against her, but I wasn't like, wait, I wasn't like waiting yeah, you, for this. I was just I waiting for it because like it's been two years. And yeah. so it's like, when is she going to debut? Like, she was the big person in IOI. Like, so. Yeah. It's just, it's really sad to see how this all like ended up. Yeah. But, yeah. It sucks because yeah, I agree. It's, it's just such a mess and it's clearly all on the black label and like, it's all like none of it's Somi's fault but like she's just getting the brunt of the results of it like they apparently they clearly didn't have the production ready they clearly didn't have anything ready like how do you delay a song for over a month and decide to release it and do a showcase and the choreography still isn't finalized like yeah. the music video is shot and out and you don't know what the choreography for the song is like how does that yeah. happen like Look, especially I, I, such a big company and for someone who's at least had a huge popularity like at this point it's hard to say how popular she is people know who she is still but like she's been sitting around doing nothing for two years so like obviously it's her popularity has waned um but yeah it's just it's so just disappointing with how they handled everything and it's just like the instant i heard she was moving to yg and the black label i was like something like this is gonna happen and i know it i knew it but i think the reason she did it was i mean yg sat on her for two years and then was just gonna put her in a group and i think she would probably wanted to be solo which to me i think is a bad idea no offense to somi but i think she fits better in a group she doesn't I agree have yeah like she just doesn't have the she, like like JYP said she she has the idol like factor she she is the personality and the likableness and like the fun bubbliness and just general public likes her but she doesn't have the skills to handle like a full solo debut um yeah i would say yeah centers don't always make great soloists exactly you know yeah. they usually don't yeah she i think she's better in a group i know like jakari says like she would be better solo than in a group because she would stand out too much in a group like she would get too much attention like yeah, i don't think that's it, it it would be like but, a suzy situation or whatever yeah but i don't think be that'd be anyway. the case it'd only be the case just because she has this popularity now yeah but it's been so long that i don't even know i mean look at itsy like everyone was thinking like was it renjin was gonna exactly. be like yeah. Ryujin, the star and like Ch no one Chaeyoung. Yeah, but like, I feel like they stood out the least, or oh, um, they, yeah, hundred percent. Or even the like, unknown uh, members stood out way you, more in Itzy. Even like G Idol with uh, Soyeon, like yeah, other members kind of took some of the spotlight too. Like it wasn't all like this, like the one member. It's like, yep, you know, give the other members a shot to kind of. You never know. I don't know, but yeah, I don't mm. think Somi should be solo. Yeah, but, yeah. I, I agree. Um, so Baron, you don't have anything else to say? Do well, you agree with that? Just, it, it really feels like, like the whole thing is just like 
when you had like a homework assignment due the next day. Like, <laughs> yep, you had like waited. a month of work on it. Yep, and then you, you yeah. started like 2 a.m. the night before and you turn in a piece of crap. That's what it seems like. Yeah, yeah, basically. So yeah, let's get into the song itself. Um, so I guess we'll go with our normal review format. So the song uh, is called Birthday, uh, if you didn't know. Uh, so what do you think of it, Baron? <laughs> so so uh, I'll start off by saying this. The only thing I liked about the song is that it's kind of cute how she has the balloons on her pigtails and like lifts them up. <laughs> that's, that's, <it. laughs> that's the entire... That has nothing to do with the song, but okay. Yeah, but okay. Um, the, the actual song itself, it's like everything I don't like about a song. It's got like the YG, like prominent singing style, which I, I really don't like at all. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like not an excessive use but it's got, like she does like the vocal fry thing and vocal fry is like really annoying to me oh, i love vocal at, fry. One point, at one point in the song it, 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 i had to look this up because i was so confused she rhymes yard with some other word and i had to polaroid. look up that word. it's polaroid <laughs> how do you rhyme yard Pol- and polaroid That's, yeah. yeah 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 she, well yeah she was definitely doing her best Nicki minaj impression at that point <laughs> um so already like it's not good and then we get to the chorus and the chorus is just an absolute complete train wreck <laughs> uh it's possibly the worst chorus i've heard all year oh it's just like worse cough. than the zim zalabim oh, oh significantly worse oh um, wow it's got like a cacophony of different sounds going on and like nothing makes sense and like her singing is just i only listened to the song twice Mm-hmm. And then I never wanted to listen to it listen. again. And then yesterday I was like, I guess I have to listen to this again for this review. And I wish I didn't. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all my thoughts. It's not. Yeah. Good. <laughs> so I'm not as harsh. Um, I, I think to me, I like, there are parts of the song I like, um, but to me it has the same issue that Zim Zellabim did. It, the chorus obviously is a train wreck. The song is typical Teddy, like, YG mess, like, that we've been hearing from Blackpink recently. I think, so it has the chance to grow on me because Kill This Love grew on me. I did not like that song at all when it first came out. Um, I I like it more now. Um, it's still not my favorite, but it's definitely grown on me. But I think, yeah, the song, when she's not... Like, I I do agree. Like, I like Vocal Fry, but, like, yeah, that, the beginning part's not good. The, cor- the chorus is just garbage. The main part I do like, I do like the pre-chorus when she's allowed to actually sing. Um, she's not the best singer, but I do really like her vocal color, like her voice. I think it's, it's unique. Um, and it's just, she just has, like, a fun... She has a voice that fits, like, fun songs. Um, and I think the song is fun despite its problems like i like the vibe of the music video um it's cute it fits her image well and i think the song fits it too it's just the production of the song itself has got a lot of problems and then yeah the choreography is just it's whatever even after all that problem all those problems it comes out like the live stage is just like whatever like it's nothing special so i don't i don't know what took them so long to make it so yeah obviously um, to be honest, my expectations weren't super high for the song once she moved to YG and all the problems started coming out anyway. Um, but it's still, I wish it was better. I'm glad 
it is not a physical album, so I don't have to purchase it. Because <laughs> I own every IOI Branch album physically, and I would have bought it if it was physical, despite everything. <laughs> but it's not, so I'm good. I But, I don't know, the song's okay. It's There's just a lot of problems. Yeah, I will say the song's, like, kind of grown on me a bit, but, like, not because I think it's good. I mean... I feel like I even on first listen, like I kind of just had this comparison of this song with like a Taylor Swift song or whoa, some reason whoa. of like it's like the you same just with insulted like Baron so much. <laughs> it was like with Shake It Off kind of like this weird like this is uh, I don't know. Or like this this whole song and like concept just makes me think of like a Disney Channel star yeah, like yeah. having their oh, like yeah. it's childish. I mean she's young, yeah. but like they're trying to be adult well, and cool. And it's yeah. weird. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it's it's grown on me. Um, it's not necessarily good. Like, yeah, the chorus is not. Yeah, like her, like a <laughs> a. I was like, what is this? Mm-hmm. Like, she just sounds like she's trying to be all cool, but then she's like cute, and I just. Yeah, I feel like she doesn't have like the the swagger to pull off like the black. Exactly. Style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I think if I think someone else could do this song a lot better, oh, like definitely. with someone with a personality for this song, like. But there are parts of the song I think she sounds really good, like the "all right, all right, all right, all right" part, like when she sings. Because I've never really cared for Somi's singing voice, but she sounds really good when she actually sings. Yeah. In the song, and also I really like the ending. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's, that's well. I, that's the thing. It's the YG ending, like where they bring I it all hate, together. I hate YG endings like, really? with an absolute passion. This like is this by one. far this is like the only one that made sense to me because it actually had to do with like themes in the song. Yeah, it wasn't just random. It was like, oh, it, we actually just built off of what we were doing earlier in the song, so it makes sense and it's a fun way to end it. Whereas like usual YG endings, you're just like, where did this come from? Like it's a completely different song. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then yeah, the choreo for this is. I mean, the live stages in general are kind of almost a little bit uncomfortable. She's, yeah. It's funny because I guess she, she is a rookie, but mm-hmm. at the same time, she's like she's not a rookie. She's been in four, day, yeah. four groups. Which is why she's it's been hard. For to, so long. Which is why it's so hard to like almost be like critique her because I'm like, you've been around. Like, this isn't your first time doing live stages. Mm-hmm. So I, I have expectations. But yeah, yeah, she's kind of deer in the headlights. She's stiff. Yeah. I understand there's a lot of stress. And everything mm-hmm. with this change in the choreo, I guess, to like yeah. the day well, before. Yeah, I think part of it is the choreography just changing all the time, so she wasn't able to practice it enough. And the other part of it is she's used to being in a group. All of her other times, she was in a group. Yeah. So like having it, the entire spotlight on her is probably a lot more stressful. Yeah, I I think she'll grow into it a bit. I mean, this is her debut of that kind of being like mm-hmm. that, and yeah, having to also sing the whole song is. A little troubling for her as well it seems i mean it's not an easy song to sing as she's like dancing but mm-hmm. yeah it's, it's good. i liked her other song though out of my head yeah out i of thought my that head's was good. Way, like that's what i want from her solo career not Baron didn't even listen birthday. to that probably he's no. too scared you should listen to it, it is much better song it's a completely different a style okay. and she actually she sounds good like as i said i never cared for so many singing she actually sounds really good on that i think that'd be a much better uh solo career move than yeah birthday mm-hmm. but yeah yeah that's about it uh any closing thoughts 
from either of you. Yeah, I. It's it's it is what it is. It's YG. I, At least I have, she debuted. She debuted. It happened. Maybe they can learn from this experience and uh, do a lot better planning next time. Um, now the question is, when will she come back? back? Yeah, exactly. I'm really curious to see what she does next. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if she it'll, comes back, it'll be interesting. <laughs> oh, I think she will, but three years later. <laughs> yeah, God. Yeah, it's YG after all. She's stuck there for a while. Uh, let us know your thoughts on Zomi's debut. I know Jakari is going to be in here yelling at us. Um, <laughs> and probably leave a giant paragraph uh, about why nice we're wrong. Uh, but yeah, if you liked it, if you didn't like it, what did or didn't you like it about it? Uh, and what did you think of the whole mess leading up to it? Let us know your comments in. Let us know your comments in the comments below. Okay. To move on to topic four which is sam's topic you want to talk us through it oh sure so yeah i came up with the idea of um maybe just kind of talking about like the first half of 2019 i think a lot has happened and oh there's been a, i mean i can only really talk about from you know opinions said in the discord but there's mm-hmm. been a lot of um negative thoughts i think of the year a lot of people are kind of going like this is one of the worst years in k-pop and it's just been like disappointment after disappointment after disappointment Mm -hmm. so i thought it'd be fun to kind of just look back on the year talk maybe about some of the positives you know some of our favorite songs favorite albums so yeah so pretty much what we're doing is we're coming up with three of our favorite songs uh title track or b-side i think we mostly stuck with title tracks yeah i did all Um, tracks. yeah uh three of our favorite albums or minis and then three of the biggest surprises so not necessarily music related it could just be like in general, something that happened that mm. we were really surprised about. Um, three of the biggest disappointments. So same kind of idea. And then one thing we're looking forward to in the second half of mm. the year. Yeah, so I was thinking we could, do you want to do this in reverse order where, uh, reverse uh, review order. So Sam, you can start and then I'll go on the Baron. Wait, no, but let me go last because go I last? put more than three and I was just going to eliminate oh, okay. anything that you guys <laughs> okay. said. Okay. I had okay. a lot of trouble. Okay. Well, okay. So I'll, we'll do me, we'll do me, Baron, and then you. Uh, but what I was thinking yeah. is we'll do like, I'll do my favorite songs, Baron's favorite songs, your favorite songs, and yeah. my favorite albums so that, that way. Yeah. Um, so my three favorite songs, um, two of them are obvious, uh, especially if you hang out in Discord, and the third is kind of a surprise. Um, so the first one is A-Pink's Ung Ung. Um, it's the most obvious choice. Is my 11 for our first three months of the year, uh, song rating. Um, I think the, the whole year started out really strong with this and a bunch of other stuff, but this song stood out so much because A-Pink doesn't, only recently started getting into this more, like, mature and, like, I don't know, sexier, sensual, like, slower songs um not like fun poppy cute songs um and i think this this song with the synths and everything was fantastic um my next song is wiki miki's picky picky because this song is one of my most played songs i love this song i it's definitely my favorite wiki miki song it's one of my favorite ioi branch songs period um i thought they did a really good job with this comeback it's catchy it's fun it's got some really interesting synth parts that threw me off in a good way um i think the music video is fantastic too just overall one of my most listened to songs 
And then my third one, which might surprise some people, um, because I initially hated it, is Everglow's Bon Bon Chocolat. Wow. Um, I hated this song when I first heard it, and it has grown to be one of, if not my most listened to song of the year uh, so far. I put this song on repeat so much um, after growing to love it. Uh, so yeah, that it was tough to pick up a, a like actual song. I also kind of, I know you do this too, Sam, where I kind of split my songs away from my albums. Um, so like the, none of these songs are my favorite albums. Um, yeah. I mean, two of them are from single albums anyway. Uh, and so like, obviously those aren't going to be my favorite song or favorite albums with only two or three songs. Um, but yeah, it was hard to pick just three. I knew the first two hundred percent were those two, like Ung Ung and Picky Picky were definitely my top two. Um, but I, I had to give it the shout out to Everglow just because of how much I re- listened to this song on repeat. What do you got, Baron? So also mine is not going to be surprising if you've been in the discord. Uh, my favorite song is one is Valkyrie, um, stream Valkyrie. It's an amazing song. Like I, I loved it the instant I've heard it, and it's still my song of the year at this moment. Um, there's just amazing like instrumentals, amazing vocals. It's like a really impressive debut from, uh, especially a board group, just because like I don't not really <laughs> the biggest board group fan. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, second song, uh, A Pink Oom again because it's an amazing song. And I've actually noticed, like the last few years. There's a song that comes out in January that ends up being one of my favorite songs. Mm-hmm. It's like this year it's going to be A Pink. Last year it was uh, Momoland. Oh, yeah, I love Momoland. February <laughs> um, was February. Oh, oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. I think I, so. Like a couple years ago, it was Girlfriends Rough. Like all those songs came out like the first week of January, and then they ended up lasting all the way to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And then my third song, uh, which won't be surprising either, is a B side. It's Oh My Girl's Checkmate. Um, I it's like the last song on the album and I already spoiler alert it's gonna be my favorite album too oh yeah <laughs> um it's an amazing album and like it like starts out really strong all the songs in the middle are amazing and then at the end you get Vogue and Checkmate and mm-hmm. those songs are just so fantastic and it's such a fun like song it's one of my favorite girl group b-sides ever and it's definitely gonna be in the, like the top three or five at the end of the year yeah yeah, so I also had Ung Ung by A Pink. Even though you I said you were going to remove stuff that we we had? <laughs> well, no, that's for like the later things. The later oh, okay, things. Okay. For the songs, I tried to pick three songs. I pretty much did like a title a track, stuff. Uh, maybe not as well-known single, and then a B-side. Because when I was going through like my favorites, it was like all B-sides that I really wanted <laughs> to have in the top three. But I was like, I should pick songs that people know, I guess. <laughs> I didn't want to be like completely like, what are these songs? So yeah, I said Ung Ung. Uh, the second one I did Angel by Chancellor featuring Taeyeon because I have listened to this song so many times. It's, like, really it's not as well known because it's not like a group, but their voices together is just so good. It's a ballad. You kind of, it's not like a ballad ballad, but it's really good. I really love that song. And then my last one's a B-side and it is my most listened to song of the year. So I was obsessed with it when it came out, and it's uh, Luna's "Where Where You At." I almost put it on the list. That I and like bon bon I re- re-listening to it. I'm like, it's I still love this song. Like I get goosebumps when I when I yep. listen to it. I think their Same. vocals are incredible on that song. I love it. So yep. that's my top three. And yeah, I these aren't like my official top three because <laughs> I 
didn't include songs that are on my favorite albums mm-hmm. in the next part. So, so no, oh my girl. Uh, <laughs> so spoiler alert: Luna is not in my top three albums. <laughs> um, <laughs> no. Cooper did leave us his favorite songs and albums. He didn't leave us other stuff, but uh, he's his favorite songs are NCT One Two Seven, Superhuman, and then Everglow, Bamba Shakla, and A Pink Oongong. So On two brand. of the three of mine. The Oongong Sweep. Yeah, Oongong <laughs> Sweep because it's definitely one of the best songs this year. I don't know. And why then it doesn't win the Daybok Awards song. Yeah, oh, definitely not. <laughs> never what will. Song, what song oh. did win? No. Next, that would be next year. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying it won't win. It won't win. Their yeah, awards yeah. never make sense. Yeah, well, I don't know what Jacob and Andrew are gonna vote for. I don't I know. If, I, I don't know if it's actually my song of the year right now, but it's up there. We'll see. There's still a whole. Honestly, it might be my year. mini album of the year. Probably not, but it's not on my favorite mini albums because <laughs> I put that song on my song list. Um, it doesn't make any sense, but whatever. Yeah. Um, Okay, we'll go to my albums then. Uh, my first album, favorite album, is Eyes One's Hard Eyes. Uh, I listen to every song on this album a bunch. I love this song, or this album. Um, I think it's, I think, doing what they did with uh, Lavian Rose again with Violetta um, was a good idea because I think they did a really good job and I think they they took it and just tweaked it enough to where it's different enough, um, but it's still really good. And then all the songs on the album, they just hit like the perfect vibe for that group. There's just a lot of there's fun stuff. Um, there's like acoustic, ballady stuff, and I think they all do them all really well. It's a really good second album from this group from Protus Forty Eight, uh, and I think the first album was really good too. It was a really good follow up. Uh, next, I have Oh My Girls of His Season, which I think all three of us will have on there. Um, <laughs> when we reviewed it, it's definitely one of the, the definitely the best full album of the year. Um, I don't know if I have it above so many albums. I'd have to think about that more. Um, but yeah, I, easily the best full album. I, easily Oh My Girls' best album. Um, just really, really good comeback from them. Um, and we've talked about that a lot. You can go listen to my review to hear my thoughts. Uh, but obviously gave it a ton of ton. I gave all three of these albums 10 out of 10 because it would be weird if I didn't. Uh, considering <laughs> how many albums I give 10 out of 10, I think I could pick three of them to be on this list. Uh, and my final album is uh, Taman's Want. Um, Taman came back uh, with another like uh, another follow like a follow-up to Move, um, and I thought it was really, really good, and I love the mix of like House and just like that like really dark vibe to the whole album i think it, it all worked really well together and it was all fantastic and shadows one of my favorite songs of the year um from that mini album okay so as i alluded to previously favorite album without a doubt uh oh my girl the fifth season um i, I want to like reemphasize how much i love this album in saying that last year was kind of a maybe a disappointing year for me it's th- this is definitely my favorite a- album from a k-pop group since like i use palette in 2017 so it's been like a full two wow. years wow. Since album this good. um <laughs> Eunice is very good but i think this is better than Eunice. uh mm-hmm. Eunice was my album of the year last year this i think it's going to end up like top 
probably like top 20 or 25 on like my all-time album list and like it single-handedly converted me into an omg stan so like it's it's really fantastic all the songs are amazing the lead single is amazing music video is amazing like i have no complaints whatsoever about this, this album it's just fantastic uh my second favorite is uh bake urines our love is great yeah like that's a, a good one to shout out 10 out of 10 for me yeah i really like female soloists and it's just got like beautiful vocals beautiful instrumentals um it's just such like a relaxing album to listen to uh amazing and then my last one kind of surprising maybe is trey's born ep um <laughs> so i still don't know anything about this group other than that i really like this album <laughs> but people were talking about it, mostly sam and discord like hey yeah. listen to this it's really good and i listened to it and it's amazing yeah. like all the songs on it are fantastic several of the songs made it onto like my top of the year list uh i i've streamed this a ton of times and they need more recognition because this album is so good yeah so my list is very similar i've got oh my girl's the fifth season obviously i am a huge oh my girl fan like my list feels very biased and it probably is well, that's but... i mean you asked for our favorites <laughs> that's what literally what bias means like i know but like i really feel like this album just delivered it's so oh, 100%. good oh like i just i love oh my girl please look into oh my girl if you don't know oh my girl like even if you're like not into like cute girl groups like they are just like a different cute girl group to me i don't know i really love them i think mm -hmm. they're so good and they change it up but they're still very them and yeah. i just i loved this album so much and then i also had uh trey's born as one of my albums like this was the first one of the year that i went like whoa this is really good and yeah like you said i was preaching about it in the discord like everyone was like who's who is this i'm like just listen to it like just like don't worry about it listen to it and then like a week later people will be like oh my gosh have you guys listened to this try album like are you kidding me like i've been talking about it for a month now and um my last one's like kind of a surprise and it's a bit of a bold statement i think but i actually did put red velvet's ribbon festival i almost put it on i almost put it on <laughs> i wasn't going to because it just came out and yeah. like there's a recency bias but, it's but first first half like yeah like when i compare it to even just their past mini albums i'm like this is i think one of their strongest i know yep. discord really disagrees with that but I'm just well, gonna they're... wait. You know, months from now they're gonna be like, "Yeah, it's one of their best ones," and I'll be like, "I was, I told you." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, it doesn't have the nostalgia of their mm. other ones, but like, give it time. I think this one's really. There's not a bad song uh, unless mm. you don't like Vince Elevin yeah. on this on this album. And yeah, I think it's it might just be yeah, one of their best. it might just be my Red Velvet bias that me putting it on my list, but whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that, I almost put it on, but I, like it felt weird to put a nine point five on, and it's only a nine point five because it's Envelopment. <laughs> like that album, I think is one of their best albums. It's just the title track, chorus ruined it a little bit for me. Um, you just gotta listen to it a bunch of times, and, and it, get it, it gets it. better. Yeah, like I, I always tell just this to people, and I feel like it's not like a, myself with it. Yeah, I just like just listen to it at, like enough times where like you stop hating it because <laughs> yeah, you start well, getting you... <laughs> th 
that's usually what <laughs> happens with those songs. Like that's how Kill This yeah. Love and Everglow. Like I ended up in liking them. Um, Cause it, it doesn't just... sound like as extreme. Like once you, yeah, yeah, just exactly. Know... Once you know it's coming, it's not as harsh. Yeah. I, I, that's how like, you get over those songs. It begins to like make sense. And then you'll, you just find yourself just like shouting along with it and yep. you're having a great time. Yeah. So. so yeah, I might end up liking it, but right now it's still, it's still a little, uh, just, I don't know. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cooper's favorite albums, uh, he said were Haze, She's Fine, uh, Luna XX, and 80s Treasure Episode 2. Bold. I, I can dig it. Treasure's great. <laughs> the whole series has been great. Okay, we're gonna get to our biggest surprises now. Um, so two and a half of mine aren't really music related. Um, they're just industry related. My first one's kind of general and um so it's basically just debuts uh i think there have been a lot of great debuts this year uh, we have bandit everglow i like itsy i know a lot of people itsy's divisive but i like itsy a lot <laughs> uh cherry bullet one us one we txt like there's just been a lot of really good debuts and it's only the first half of the year um and so that's what that's the point five of it's music related because obviously the music quality is good um, but just overall, Way to the not debuts. Mention Trey, but yeah, Trey, well, Tr- Trey's like <sighs> they're not. I don't. Trey's one of those where like I don't even think of them as like a K-pop group. They're just like yeah, they like, are they're, different. They're they're just they're like uh, PLT and stuff. Like I don't lump them in with the idol. They're not idol. It's not an idol group. And I yeah, was just I get, listing I idol it. groups. I mean, maybe they are. I don't really. Know. I'm like fair, and I don't really know much about them. I know they're a trio <laughs> of dudes that put out a really really good album. <laughs> A trio um, of dudes. Yeah. So, yes. but yeah, I was just thinking like idol groups, but there's just been so many good debuts. Um, so that was definitely a surprise for me. Second surprise, something we talked about last week is YG finally leaving YG. Um, yeah. I never thought it would happen. Uh, it finally happened. Thank the Lord. Um, it took the most ridiculous year <laughs> of scandals and things to uh, take him down, um, which sucks. But, uh, it happened and that's definitely a biggest surprise to me. Like I, I didn't think he would leave the company. I thought he would run it into the ground until it was dead. Um, so the fact that he actually left, whether he can still control it from behind the scenes with his shares and stuff, who knows? But the fact that he stepped down from the company itself is surprising. Um, and then my third is one that you guys, I I feel like a lot of people might've forgotten about. Um, but it is Persona, the IU Netflix series, oh, yeah. because oh, yeah. that was a very big surprise that that came out. I was like, wait, yeah. there's this weird four part mini series TV show with IU on Netflix where she's doing <laughs> these weird artsy things like individual stories. It was definitely a big surprise and it was surprising that how good it was. I, I enjoyed it a lot. Um, one of them, I remember we reviewed it, so you can check our reviews. I remember one of them was just okay, but the other three were really interesting. Um, so yeah, those are my biggest surprises. So I think mine are a little bit more closely music <laughs> music related. <laughs> um, my first one is just like uh, one us the group because as someone who like never followed boy groups before to finding like a rookie board group that like everything they put out I've loved and like mm-hmm. several of their songs are like on my favorite list that was like hugely surprising to me that 
I could like a boy group this much. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, so totally in on that. My second one, also music related, is um, Luigi Sonio's For the Summer Mini. So I've been kind of trashing on them kind for a of. while in the Discord. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I liked some of their songs. Some of the songs are pretty good. But like, I remember in, in the rating, like my overall description for the group was that they don't have a single like top tier song, which I like was a big point against them. And then they come out with this EP where they have two songs on the same album that I would put that in that category. So they kind of like completely shifted my opinion on the group. And I've gone back and uh, had to eat some crow and <laughs> really develop a better appreciation for a lot of their earlier songs, which I realize are now better than I gave them credit for initially. Mm -hmm. um, so that one EP kind of changed my whole opinion on the group. And then my last one, which I think is very different than most people, at least my impression of most people is that I actually think this year has been quite good for K-pop in terms of release quality. The beginning so of the year like, was insane for quality. Yeah. So I have like, I, I keep like advanced, like tracking stuff on all the music I listen to. And I keep like running ranking lists of stuff. So on my like best of list for this year, I already have 38 songs. And for all of last year, I only had 47 total. So we're wow. going to like blow way past that this year. And then for Unless albums, the second half is garbage. It's just really bad. <laughs> um, and then for albums, the same thing. So for all of 2018, I only had 12 total. And of those, only like seven are K-pop. The other five are like Yuna and Kim Sun Q, like things that I wouldn't really consider K-pop, but like adjacent to K-pop. Mm -hmm. This year, I already have more than that. I already have 13 on my list. And wow. of those, like 10 are straight K-pop. So we're going to like triple the amount of... I, if it, continues at the current rate like triple the amount of albums i consider like best of the year so I i've actually been quite pleased with the, the quality of releases so far yeah you could add on to your first one a little bit and just make it about getting into guy groups in general because we got yeah, you into monster that's, x too that's oh that's like, that's very true actually you're right because <laughs> you knew i always like the banger song and I yeah. never really appreciated them. So I went through their whole discography and I was like, and oh man, these songs it, are... It's lit. like 95% <laughs> bangers. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, you should look into SF9 then. They've got some bangers. Yeah, that's on my that's that next on my list. We'll check that out. <laughs> yep. Sam, what about you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my surprise, one surprise I had was the amount of US tours we've gotten oh, this yeah. year is like incredible. <laughs> I mean, Oh My Girl was like insane that was a huge surprise to me because i had just gotten into oh my girl when they announced that i mean it was announced last year but it happened this year and like for oh like of all the girl groups <laughs> to yeah. get a u.s tour like oh my girl just seems so weird like they got one before twice did and red velvet yeah like, yeah so yeah getting oh my girl getting red velvet then there's just so many other ones like ats came txt is coming or they came and <laughs> like Twice it's, it's an, yeah twice is coming that seven's coming again monsex is coming again bt whatever but like <laughs> the, <laughs> the usuals are still coming back but yeah, so yeah. many more yeah. we're getting especially yeah. like getting girl more groups. girl group yeah. yeah like i want like that's why i'm so Where's happy like, oh my girl <laughs> yes <laughs> give me i i think <sighs> i think it'll actually happen because starship's been so making so much money with monsex tour like the past three years yeah. in a row they've been touring here like I think they, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see Uju Sony on the next year or two. And they're getting bigger so. too. Oh yeah, they're, like, they're getting way bigger. 
that leads into my second biggest surprise is like the groups that are getting wins now like we just saying getting four wins with boogie up like they went from getting like their first win like getting one like on the mm -hmm. show to now getting four yeah. and oh my girl as well they were getting you know like one win for comeback since just Secret Garden. Have more if bts wasn't still eligible somehow yeah that, that's ridiculous <laughs> so that song came out two <laughs> more than two months after they won or before they won and uju sonio <laughs> yeah. almost won but they're still eligible it's so frustrating it's like some of these other groups like at's got their first yeah, one Stray kids, kids got theirs like i just think there's some groups that i'm very surprised with how much they're getting their wins and some of the bigger groups like SM groups aren't doing as well, mm -hmm. which is kind of interesting to see. I Except mean, for Red Velvet, now this album's blowing up somehow. Yeah, which ho yeah. Hopefully they'll get their wins because they didn't get oh, anything with RBB. Because they didn't get anything with RBB, which was that was that was just a dark year or dark month for SM yeah, yeah. with like the amount of SM comebacks and like the little amount of wins they got. Yeah, and then my last uh, biggest surprise was just twice in general this year i think they've really stepped up i think one of the biggest complaints with twice is you know people thinking they just like aren't changing it up enough mm -hmm. and i thought this mini well, that they had this out. year yeah fancy was really good i don't think fancy itself is really that much of a concept change or a, it's a concept change yeah it's not much change, of a but the song, song yeah the change. song concept yeah. change like there's some parts <laughs> of the song that's a concept change but that, like overall, the chorus is still very much yeah a chorus, chorus is still chorus. Yeah. Chorus. it's like very but that, like at this yep, stage. Yep. yeah yep but like the mini itself i thought was very good yeah. i think twice minis have just been really getting good like it's very surprising because i used to kind of think of twice as not a good album group yeah but i'm slowly starting to realize okay no actually they do have some really good b-sides like even on their older stuff oh yeah but the I've, recent ones I've the recent ones are albums. overall like very good yep and then even their japanese songs i thought were good because twice <laughs> japanese songs have been well, like all while, misses yeah there were misses there was a couple <laughs> except for uh, bdz i love bdz there was no, one like... their second one i think was really good i can't remember what it's called because there was yeah, one of their like first ones was really good, but the rest were not great. Yeah, yeah like, it's like, is great. The, like breakthrough is like actually the concept change. Like that song yep, is yep. not a typical Twice song, and it's yeah. really good. Like not that Twice songs aren't also really good, but this is like great to see them do this change and actually be successful in it. So, yep. yeah, I'm very yeah Twice overall very looking forward to what else they can do. We'll see, though. <laughs> yep. Uh, Cooper didn't leave surprises or anything, so we're done with him. Get out of here, Cooper. <laughs> we're done with Done him. with you. <laughs> uh, so we'll move on to our the one negative portion of the topic, which is our biggest disappointments. Um, and the first two of my disappointments actually match up with the first two of my surprises. Uh, so my first one is disbandments. Um, obviously, Pristine was... I knew oh, yeah. it was coming, but it hurt a lot. Um and then also Hello Venus and Nine Muses disbanding this year. Two groups I really loved from like second gen, like older groups that put out great music and I felt never got the recognition they deserved. Um, so them finally just giving up sucked. Um, especially with the Nine Muses' recent stuff, like the four member group, like was so good. Um, and it just sucked that they still couldn't get that recognition. Um, and then Hello Venus has kind of just been floating around in the ether for a few <laughs> years now. I think their last release was the beginning of 2017. 
Yeah. Um, so it wasn't surprising, but it sucked. And the, yeah, but Pristine was obviously the biggest one with just out of nowhere a group that did so well, and Pledis just doesn't know how to manage multiple groups, so it just fell apart. And then my second one, like I said, also matches my biggest prizes, and that's just the Burning Sun scandal stuff in general, like how pervasive yeah. it was, how horrible it was. It just never, like, you know, if you follow the K-pop industry, you know there's shady, bad stuff happening, but you nobody expected it to be to this level and this, like, horrible, just disgusting level of things that popular idols that everyone loved was were doing um like it wouldn't have surprised like obviously it would have been a disappointment but it wouldn't have made this list if it was just like people at the companies like executives and stuff yeah that that wouldn't have like yeah that would have it would have been horrible but it would have been almost expect i don't want to say expected because like I don't want to expect that ever, but, like, it wouldn't have surprised me. But the fact that, like, the idols themselves were doing this, so many idols are involved in this, and the horrible things are doing. It was just so heartbreaking. Doing. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, like, even the, like, thinking about how that affects their group members and the people that didn't know, like, like, uh, like, Hongi, like, his whole reaction to his, like, his bandmate being part of this was just, like, he was just done with them, and like it just sucks that he has to go through that stuff. Um, so yeah, that that was obviously a huge disappointment. Um, and then my third one's a little more lighthearted, and it sounds probably harsher than it is, um, but it's fitting with this week. Uh, it is Red Velvet singles this year, because <laughs> was RPB this year? No, no. Okay, well I included it because Last I was year. thinking it was this year. But just in general, recently, with, like, RBB, I, I've grown to like it more, but it was, like, they've been going downhill for their singles compared to everything else. So that's kind of a disappointment with, like... So they have to come up. That's what I'm telling yeah, people. It's the roller coaster they, that they're on. They're, they're going the downward so far slope. this way. They gotta come back. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I had to. I was just, like, I was so excited for more Red Velvet because they've never let me down. And they... Granted, the album hey, did not let me down. So the you're single just let me down. down. They did great. <laughs> the single let me down. So I'll end it on a light note. But yeah, that's it for me. A light <laughs> note. This actually goes directly into mine because my first disappointment is Red, <laughs> Red Velvet's <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, and I, I actually really liked RBB. I didn't like it like the first time I heard it, yeah. but it grew on me a lot over it's time. It's grown on me and, too. And then, like, I really liked Sappy this year, even though that's really weird. I haven't song. listened to Sappy. <laughs> what? To this. What? Sappy's so what? good. <laughs> it's what? sitting right next to me. And I, Sappy is so good. The yeah, album it's, is it's, sitting right next to me, and I haven't listened to it. It's, it's quite good, so you should definitely listen or to wait, it. Or wait, maybe I have, did because it came out a long time ago, right? The yeah. album like just came out. Oh, then I did listen, because we listened to it for releases, sorry. I yeah, just keep it thinking it's a, a new single, song. Then, like, they put it you probably haven't heard Swimming Pool. I have not listened to the album tracks. Yeah. There's only like two. Are there? The rest are Japanese. I paid versions. a bunch for a two songs. Sayonara <laughs> and Swimming Pool, and then oh yeah, Peekaboo Rookie and Power Up. Yeah, yeah. But there's yeah. a DVD, so that's <laughs> yeah. what I paid for. So it was kind of disappointing, only because like every other Red Velvet title track was so good before. Yeah, um, it's just kind of disappointing. Just wait, you guys will love it in like a few months. <laughs> I'm telling you. I hope I'm so. 
I don't think yeah. so, but I hope so. <laughs> um, and then my next two aren't like necessarily disappointing, just that they could be better. Uh, my first one is that Taeyeon came back with a Japanese mini instead of a Korean full album, because my voice is my all-time favorite album, and Time Lapse is my all-time favorite song. So I was really hoping we could like get a second, like part two, like bring some of that. She also only had like she had a single earlier too with Four Seasons and Blue. Yeah. 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 So she had like, I don't. I I really wish she'll. At some point, I hope she comes back with a full Korean album again because she has songs. Yeah. I mean, she's been performing songs at concerts that we haven't heard yet. So yeah, I'm I'm optimistic, but not overly optimistic. But. Uh, that's my second one. And then my third one was that it's really disappointing that I was not yet an OMG fan when they <laughs> toured. Because I realize now, like, I'm probably never going to be able to see them because they're most likely never going to come back. And I only missed the window by, like, you know, four months or whatever. So I really wish that I had seen the light beforehand. That way I could have uh, participated when they came here. Yeah. Yeah. Best concert ever. Oh. Yeah, I kind of regret not going either, but... Too many, they didn't too make many... it easy. Yeah, they yeah. definitely didn't make it easy. Yeah, I have no regrets with that. I did, the, I did it like the best way possible. I'm so happy. Uh, I hope they come back though. If they come back for like KCON LA, I'll be really upset. But <laughs> I want them to come back for like an actual tour again yeah. and do yeah, it yeah. right and not whatever mess that was this year. But uh, for my disappointments, I also had disbandments. I specifically had EXIDs. Disbandment, yeah. disbandment, and Wait, did I disband. They disbanded. Miss you missed yeah. that with our last comeback. Wait, what was their yeah. goodbye? Yeah, oh, we even a way to not listen to our review. Because uh, <laughs> no, you yeah, would have known this kind of, if you thought that was like their goodbye song, which I yeah. thought was not good. No, yeah, it but was, yeah, it was a really bad. I forgot. They're doing the whole thing it. where it's not yeah. a disbandment because two of them, le- like Hani and Jungwa left i, I think. think so uh, yeah left the company um but yeah. they're doing the whole thing like oh we can come back and we'll do a comeback oh, yeah. like even though we're not in the same company and every group is saying that nowadays but and the like, only the one SID... i think it'll actually happen to is snsd i was gonna say that's never gonna happen for snsd <laughs> it's the only EXID... one they'll do it <laughs> EXID like has a, an actually like really strong relationship and that so i have faith in that like they they seem so close. Like every time they've been on variety shows, whatever, they seem like they actually could get back together to do something. Mm. But like, I highly doubt it. If it does happen, it's going to be years from now. But I'm really excited to hear, you know, like an Ellie solo. I know Nate will hate it, but I'll love it. And like, just to see what the members do. But it's still really sad that they're done. Like, it, it hurts. Yeah. Um, another disappointment I had was Chen's solo debut. I thought it was like it was everything I did it I didn't want it to be because like Chen is like the main vocalist of EXO. I mean EXO has amazing vocalists, but Chen mm-hmm. is like really good, and I really wanted him to just have kind of like an edgy rock sounding bit album, and obviously we did not get that. It is ballad after ballad after ballad, and it's just so disappointing because, I mean, ballads are fine, but these ballads are just ballads. <laughs> and just really SM solos in general are kind of disappointing me lately because I know they have the potential to be good. Like, Taeyeon's amazing. Like, her solo career has been phenomenal. 
and her debut wasn't a ballad. So why do they keep making all these other ones ballads? So I really hope his solo career goes better. Uh, I'm hoping Beckyun's is better. I'm thinking he might not go the ballad route because he's maybe got maybe like more of a personality or like mm-hmm. a presence to do more. But I have no idea. It'll be interesting to see what the EXO members do because I think EXO's pretty much done. I think it's safe to say. Yeah. Um, and then my last disappointment. It's not really a disappointing disappointment necessarily for me, I guess, because I didn't care. <laughs> it sounds really bad. But I just, I like, I didn't have high expectations. But I said the 101 members debuts post-101. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think they've all been pretty disappointing. And especially not having Daniel yet. Like, him yeah. and Ong are, like, the only ones I really, really care about. Not that I don't care about the other members, <laughs> but... They're yeah. my favorites. They're the ones I want to follow, and they're doing yeah, yeah. nothing. <laughs> and I like. Hey, Ong had that Pepsi song with. Yeah, I don't Flo-Lo. think I listened to it. <laughs> <laughs> he put out a song. He's your favorite. You're complaining he's not putting out music. He puts out because he's not doing like an actual like. Well, yeah, it's part career. of the like Starship Pepsi project thing that. Yeah. Una and Robbie and, then... and Ujumiki. I liked that one, but Ujumiki's yeah. Great. And like the other ones, like they're all doing solo. They all did solo stuff, which I just I hate it because it's like. Except for Ab not... Six Six, which was not yeah, great. and then that's a whole other <laughs> like, song like, Yeah, the, the I remember when great. they put out that that Hollywood song first, which I yeah. know was in their debut, but and we had heard it the song their, before. It was but, their uh, it was their pre debut song, like cause it, it was made me hate them. Song. <laughs> like, and I'm yeah, really not, not looking forward to it. Yeah, time. yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward. I. It'll be although, my bathroom break. <laughs> although, it's true that when you hear those songs live, they make you like them more. I yeah, like, I understand that's how that. like Jacob got into NCT. Finally saw like all those songs live and was like, okay, they're really good actually. But yeah. I I do agree. I'm I I'm not gonna like I'll jam out to them probably, but. Uh, I do not like those songs. Yeah. yeah there's I another even... one that is like a sequel to Hollywood. I don't even remember what the name was on the oh, album. Oh, God. Dude, I don't think I listened listen to the, the album. album. It's not good. The... I was just, that's what I heard. So I was like, I I was already turned off L- by Listen to their the debut. One. The actual song they picked for a debut was good. It's just the rest of the album was not good. I think I listened to it and I couldn't tell you anything about it. So that's yeah, probably it... my impression of it. Yeah, I think I'm trying to think of the other ones. I think Jihoon, Jihoon, Wink Boy, he's the only Martin one Mark. I think that was like kind of decent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people in the Discord really loved it, but once again, I'm like, eh, I don't know. Was that the I was love, hoping love song? Like, yeah, L-O-V-E? okay, yeah, yeah. And then what was it like Jisung had ballads, Jin Young's had a solo thing, but now he's in a group, but the group hasn't debuted yet so we'll see how that is um yeah i don't know the one-on-one members like well enough to like kind of go down the line of like who's done what but nothing's yeah. really stood out new newest had the best post well, newest, 101 because like, <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing i liked i loved that bet or yeah no, that yeah. bet was it yeah 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 that's so, a really good yeah they yeah. did the that, best post that almost made it on my album but you're less well, it's really good it's funny because newest like 
the one-on-one situation is like so much the opposite of the IOI situation where newest mirrors the IOI situation more where like during IOI all the companies just wanted to rip their members out and start their groups as soon as possible to capitalize on the on the popularity so we were getting we got Gugudan we like Ujisome already existed before Yunjung was added to it but yeah we got like Yunjung added to Ujisome we had uh like Gugudan debut like very quickly wikimiki like all those groups debuted so quickly because the companies were like wanted to capitalize where it seems like one-on-one's just been such a mess and like like who knows I what just, the plans are and like only some I just of them hate that debuted. they're all doing solo stuff like yeah, i wanted the yeah. groups but... yeah all of iy went into groups except for somi so and she was gonna be in a group with jyp well in chunga but chunga chunga needed to be solo she she's too powerful she would have just like destroyed any group she was in like if you put yeah. chunga and bandit like nobody cares oh, yeah. about bandit <laughs> except for chunga so like it was yeah. smart for them to separate them so yeah that was it okay uh so then we got our one looking forward to uh mine's uh something that's happening very quickly and if you've been in discord or just talking to me lately uh is something I've had my mind on recently which is Yuna's comeback um I've been <laughs> in a Yuna kick hardcore lately uh, I decided to buy her most of her discography, everything I could find, a couple of days ago, um, and she's doing a comeback. And I like we, we've talked about the past couple of weeks because Baron's been on. Like her last album, Rescue, was amazing, um, fantastic, and all of her music's amazing. She just has these really long breaks, um, so it's nice to finally get something new from her, which is coming up in a couple of weeks. So I'm excited. So mine's a little bit aspirational, maybe. I really hope we get a full IU album because yeah, that would be great. the last time we got one was again, like I mentioned earlier, yeah. Palette, which is like, I think it came out actually like yesterday in 2017, like April 21st or 2nd. Yeah. So it's been like a, a long time since we got a full IU album and she had like the flower bookmark, but that's like yeah. a remake album. She, yeah. Of other yeah, songs. She, yeah. She hasn't even had a real like album yeah. release. She just had the remake. Yeah. Yeah. So she's only released like one piece of music in the last like, Yep. 20 months or whatever it has been so i really hope we get a full iu album because she hasn't put out a single bad one yet <laughs> okay my thing i had is i'm actually really looking forward to the continuation of the reva festival bringing <laughs> red velvet into like everything but i'm because this is supposed to be like a series thing yep. so i'd like i really am excited to see how they continue it i am too because yeah. the album was fantastic i just hope the yeah. single and I like the concept. Crazy. I hope they like continue yeah, the with good this too. amusement yeah. park thing. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So that's it uh, for topic four. Uh, let us know your favorite albums, favorite songs, surprises, disappointments, what you're looking forward to in the comments. And that is it for episode 126. Uh, good job, guys. We cut an hour off of our time from last week. Uh, this is only two hours. It's only been two hours long. Um, we did two reviews in the time it took us to do ATs' review last week. Um, so, yeah, uh, that's it for episode 126. Uh, if you enjoyed listening to it, uh, like the like the video, subscribe, click the bell. Follow us on Spotify, review us on iTunes, uh, and of course, join Discord, um, because that's a great place to hang out with us, talk with us, do fun stuff like song ratings, um, and you can talk with Sam and Baron and tell them why they were right or wrong about things, um, <laughs> and you can also talk with uh, 
Jacob, Andrew, myself, and Cooper, um, and complain about our stuff too, because that's always fun. It's fun to come in and yell at people for their opinions, but in a nice way. Don't be serious yeah. about it, but it's fun to do it. Um, so yeah, any last things with you guys? No. Nope. Stream Valkyrie. Throbbingly stream Valkyrie.